What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I'm your host, Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Ninja 73 and the reason why I was laughing during that, because it's, again, it's one of those things, I've listened to Kind of Funny and Greg Miller for so long, that his lexicon just kind of becomes mine and so i don't i didn't realize that i started the episode with what's up everybody until it left my mouth uh that's his thing that's not my thing i apologize greg um have don't please don't have your lawyers contact me i'm sorry um yeah we're here for another episode and we got the one and only one of kind of funnies up and comers on the game side of things we have blessing addy oye jr uh on this week and Blessing is an amazing human being, and it was so awesome getting to sit down and get to know him uh, on a more personal level um, than what I already knew him uh, as. That was a weird phrasing of the sentence, but you you get where I'm coming from. Uh, We talk about uh, where he grew up, uh, the move out to Seattle, the start of OK Beast, and just what a crazy wild ride uh, his la- his week at Kind of Funny was, um, and I think I could speak for, for most uh, best friends out there, uh, Blessing absolutely killed it. It was amazing to watch. And um, speaking of the up-and-comers, like I said, Blessing was on the game side. There was another up-and-comer that w- was there a couple weeks prior to Blessing, and that is Chloe Naylor. And next week... You will hear Chloe on this very show. I'm very excited to have them both on to just experience or have them talk about their experiences at Kind of Funny on both sides of uh, the coin, as you will. Uh, one of the games, Chloe did more of the traditional Kind of Funny stuff, and I'm just very excited to talk to her just like I was to talk to Blessing. But before we get into the episode, uh, a couple little tiny small things. You probably already hear it in this opening. Um, I have a cricket problem. Friends, I think I've mentioned this before. Uh, they just will not leave. Jiminy is being a bitch and he just won't leave. Um, so I apologize if the cricket noises are um bothering your listening experience to this intro. I'm pretty sure you don't hear him at all during the actual recording. So, uh, if you do, I apologize. Uh, hopefully they will be gone soon. I've caught well over a hundred crickets already and it just, there's no end in sight. There's no end. I hear them in my dreams. I hear them when I'm out and about, uh, it sticks with you, man. I feel like I'm going crazy. Um, uh, but besides the cricket little warning, uh, if you want to support this show, Best Friends Talk Funny, you can go over to teespring.com slash stores slash best dash friends dash talk dash funny. That's teespring.com slash stores slash best dash friends dash talk dash funny it's a mouthful hopefully i can change that uh i haven't really looked into it until this very moment so hopefully that might switch up but yeah go support the show monetarily if you want there's some shirts with some colorful versions of my beard by the lovely fiona mckinnon um and some stickers and there's a mug with a be kinda to one another um any money I make from that will go towards uh, hopefully saving up for a new computer or at this point it might just go to the pest control and get rid of these 
pesky crickets. Uh, but the more important thing of housekeeping, and I know I'm going on way too long, and you're here for one reason and one reason only, and that's to get to know a best friend a bit better. But before that, it's extra lifetime, y'all. And once again, uh, kind of NYC is getting into the ring to raise money for sick children in need. For the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals, uh, we are raising money for the local hospital in Jersey, the same one that we did last year, um, where... We raised over $1,600 uh, to go towards that hospital in New Jersey to help out those big, beautiful kids. And once again, of course, we're on Team Kind of Funny, and we want to make sure Team Kind of Funny crushes the $100,000 goal set for money donations. Uh, again, everything is going to a fantastic cause. Um, you can watch us, uh, the Kind of NYC team, stream for 24 hours straight. On November 9th, starting at noon, going into Sunday, November 10th, ending at noon, or maybe longer. Who knows? Uh, We want to crush our last year's goal out of the water. And like I said, everything goes to a fantastic place. Um, Again, we'll have incentives and some punishment ideas and some... uh, some stuff for you if you donate a certain amount of money. Uh, I will put out there, we have a couple of Kind of Funny signed posters from Kind of Funny Lives to uh, the original poster signed by the the original founders of Kind of Funny um, to a best friend. This is shocking, and I can't believe we actually have these two giveaway. But we have two, count them, two Thor Ragnarok posters. One is signed by Chris Hemsworth, Thor himself. The other one is signed by the Grandmaster, Jeff Goldblum. It's insane that we have them. Shout out to the best friend that hit us up and is basically donating it to us to give away to help raise money for those big, beautiful kids. It's going to be amazing. We'll have pops and game codes and uh, digital money for whatever your system of choice. Maybe some movie codes. Who knows? You're going to get some goodies if you donate to Team Kind of Funny, specifically the Kind of NYC branch. So you can go to tinyurl.com slash Kind of NYC 2019, and that's where you'll find our donation page. So be our guest. Donate some money to help those big, beautiful kids. And we'll update that with all the incentives and all the cool stuff we're giving away when we get to it. But again, I'm rambling on for six minutes, and you're tired of me rambling. You're tired of hearing Jiminy in the background. So shut up, Kyle, and let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of Funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any Kind of Funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of Funny is this. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Best Friends Talk Funny. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, dude. How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing well. It's uh, can't believe it's fall in October. Yeah, and it's it's insane. The year feels like it's been kind of flying by. Yeah, 
Like I feel like, and I'm sure this is with everybody. Like the older you get, the faster days go. And I've gotten to the point where it's gotten kind of scary because I'm like 25 now, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, like I'm I'm about thirty, and then once I hit thirty, it's like I'm about to be forty, and I once I hit forty, it's like I might as well almost be dead. Yeah, as somebody who is in their thirties already, thirty-two myself, mm-hmm. like yeah, that that feeling does not go away <laughs> anytime soon. Oh man! Um, and then like the news that we're recording this on um, Tuesday, October eighth, just news of a, like a huge game slipped to the early next year. Yeah. So what I thought was going to be a crowded fall to kind of catch up on everything, and the beginning of next year is going to be and now insane. it's just an insane spring. <laughs> it's just insane. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so uh, what I usually start all of the episodes with is just getting to know you a little bit. So Blessing, tell everyone, if they don't know you, mm-hmm. uh, where are you from originally? Where, uh, where were you born and raised? Uh, I was born and raised in a town called Champaign, Illinois. Um, Ooh, Champaign. Yeah, nice. dude. Uh, my family is originally from Nigeria. When I say my family, I mean like my, my mother, my father, um, mm-hmm. and even one of my sisters, uh, they were born uh, in Nigeria, um, came over here. Uh, had me and the rest of my siblings and uh yeah grew up in champagne went to school there um it's a college town the uh, university mm-hmm. of illinois is there and so i attended nice. university of illinois um i also lived in nigeria for two years growing up in middle oh, school i did not know that about you yeah um it's uh so what happened with that was uh around the age of like eight or nine my dad moved to nigeria to start up like a church and an orphanage and a clinic uh as a way of like giving there's like a culture of like going back and, and and giving back to kind of the place you come from right and so like that was yeah. kind of his way of doing that um and so i went to live with him for some time because uh essentially we didn't want the whole family to kind of be like split apart by it we wanted um essentially the family wanted me to spend some time with him and also like to get experience in nigeria since i had never yeah. been there before um and so yeah like around the age of 11 i went back lived there um for two years uh for middle mm-hmm. school pretty much and then came back here or came back to illinois for high mm-hmm. school and then grew up there as a or an 11 year old which is kind of different like if you were younger and went to nigeria for a couple of years mm-hmm. what was that like going from your town of champagne illinois to living in nigeria for two years yeah. as somebody who has like who's starting to get like their own beliefs and and it, and set ways of, of ways of doing things yeah it was different it was definitely like eye-opening for me um because i look back at that time as the time that really kind of i guess opened up my worldview and really like showed me how big the world is like i think Mm -hmm. up until then right as a kid growing up in the u.s like you're you have a you have a certain idea of the world and you know there's a wider world out there but you're you since you don't see it it is kind of just invisible to you it almost doesn't exist to you and so like going to nigeria right and seeing like the different culture and the way that even like things simple as like the way roads are laid out where like in mm-hmm. um, the town that my, uh, my, my dad lived um, or I think he still lives there actually in that town, right? It's mostly dirt roads, right? It's not like we don't have like paved streets like you do everywhere in the U S right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, uh, especially if you go to like Lagos, the city, right? You have like beggars on the street that are like asking like way more in, ab- uh, in abundance than you get, um in a in a city in yeah. the US and you have people like selling things to you on the street especially like while you're driving in traffic people like w- are like walking around in traffic selling people water and selling people mm-hmm. DVDs uh yogurt whatever it is right like yeah. that was that, like that was different to me i know like the um uh there's like a huge motorcycle culture there um especially for taxis that like a lot of taxi drivers instead use motorcycles in order to get around and like that was the thing that like 
just like the most like i don't know p- particular things were just so different and so like eye-opening to me and in, in, as far mm-hmm. as like understanding um and experiencing a way that a different culture can kind of just like exist and do particular like do particular things a certain way um yeah. i i remember being like oh wow this is like really cool and really different um and yeah like nigeria like nigeria as a country like in general right as far as like the way people behave and the way people treat other people in the way like it's mm-hmm. very much like a culture of respect you know especially like respecting your elders right and so like um i feel like my time there helped me to instill a lot of that in me and and, and helped me to like you know treat people a certain like mm-hmm. treat people with a certain level of, of, of respect you know that yeah. i probably wouldn't have if i just like stayed in the u.s yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what was the thing that you brought back with you from yeah. your time there? And that sounds like a very valuable thing to have picked up. Yeah, definitely that. And definitely, like, I, I feel like going there helped me be more uh, thankful for a lot for for a lot more. You know, like, yeah, um, for sure. even like like things as simple as like electricity, for example. Right. Like in my in my in the house we we lived in me and my dad. Right. We had electricity, but it was only for like 25 percent of the time because mm. like um it would cut on and off depending on when the city would want to cut lights on and off for our neighborhood um and it was it was random and so we would never really get any notification of like okay you're gonna have electricity for this amount of time right um and like if the electricity was off and we want electricity you would have to put on a generator to to power the house right and so Mm -hmm. like like being thankful for like just like consistent um electricity right like that's something you don't really think about but we take for granted here yeah we, we just we grow up with it in most parts of the United States and, and, and places where it's more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Modernized, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it, it's something that you, you don't really think about. Yeah. Um, and so like, I can't, I definitely coming back to America. I was definitely like a lot more, you know, thankful for like, even like the, the most basic of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you mentioned that, uh, dad still lives there. He's still over in Nigeria. Yeah, My dad still lives there. And my mom lives there now. And so now oh, nice. they're both together okay. there. And like my mom's, uh, nurse or maybe doctor actually um, or maybe she got her doctorate in nursing something like something uh-huh. along those lines yeah um, lots of school but yeah school like she runs the clinic and then my dad uh, essentially like runs the church and runs the orphanage and stuff it, it, is that something hard for you knowing that they're both over there and you're you're here uh not really I feel like growing up it might have been harder subconsciously like it was never a thing where I was like oh man my dad's all the way in nigeria and i don't ever see him like i never really had that like he was an awesome dad but it was yeah. never like a thing where i was like um hurt by it or like felt like i was missing something for sure um but maybe like subtly like in in ways i didn't realize right like mm-hmm. i know like my my mom definitely had a hard time with me growing up because uh i was i wasn't a troublemaker but i didn't yeah. get the best grades because i spent all my time playing video games um ain't that the truth yeah dude in fact like <laughs> yeah. and i I won't, I won't blame the video games wholly i also like just didn't believe in myself as, as like enough as a uh, sure. high schooler yeah. and so like there was definitely that but because of that right my mom would have a hard time like uh figuring out what to do with me and how to go about like you know like making me focus better or like making me focus on school better right Um, and so like in those ways growing up i was like oh man like um it i felt like having a father figure there uh like specifically like a dad because i had like men to look up to but i didn't have like my dad (laughs) dad there right like Mm -hmm. that probably made it more difficult but like you know today right as an adult i look like i look at what my parents are doing and i'm like oh wow like that's amazing um like 
you know, I feel like anytime somebody asks what my parents do, and I get to explain to them that, like, oh, yeah, like, they have an orphanage and a clinic and all the stuff that is outreach-driven in Nigeria, right? Like, it's always, like, a cool thing to say and talk about. Yeah, you're proud of it. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, a point of pride. And so, um, because of that, like, it's... it, it's a it's a thing that I I love more so than like am am ever bummed about if that makes sense yeah yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah that, that's very cool that they're they're doing that um so you you went to uh University of Illinois yes correct uh, how's yeah. that oh, what's that college like um you said what is the college like yeah college uh, life at like okay. in Illinois uh it was alright I'm sure yeah. that, like there are better like or not better but like more enjoyable places to go to school because champaign illinois it's two hours south of chicago it's in central illinois surrounded by cornfields like Mm -hmm. not much stuff to do and i grew up in champaign and so i'd already experienced that town and so i felt like i'd already like that's fair yeah Yeah. like exasperate was the word exacerbate i've already like essentially like knew what was going on (laughs) i knew what was going on i've done everything in champaign Yeah, yeah um and so going to college was just a thing of like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm here. And it was like, I lived at home. And so I, I like, mm-hmm. I lived at home to save money. And so like, you know, I didn't necessarily live the dorm life. Um, I gotcha. very much like went to school to study and go to school and that was it. And then I had like my friends, like out, like the friends that I grew up with outside of college, like in high school and stuff were still, mm-hmm. still the friends that I had in college. Oh, that's great. Um, and so it was yeah. definitely like, you know, I had a college life, but at the same time I didn't have the full experience mm-hmm. of a college life. Yeah. Um, but like that's kind of like me. I, I went to mm. school upstate New York, but I also lived with three, uh, two of my good friends from back home. Mm. Um, so like, yes, I was away at college and dorm life, but I still had people I knew for a long time with me. So it kind of, it was kind of like a mix of both mm-hmm. worlds, kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So I had that, but it was it, like overall, like I really enjoyed going to university of Illinois. I studied communication with a focus mm-hmm. on like media. Um, which feeds into like what I'm doing now with Oki okay Beast yeah. and stuff, and so like, you know, like overall, it it was. I look back at those four years pretty favorably, um, especially nice. better than I look back at high school. Like I actually yeah. got good grades in college, and that's so good. yeah, because you're you were doing something that you love. That's, yeah, doing something that's that what I, I tell and, kids. Yeah kids when i'm in yeah they're in elementary school and I'm, I'm subbing for them but they're like oh school sucks homework sucks like yeah i know it sucks i've mm-hmm. been there get through high school and then when you get to college you get to actually go do things that interest you and yeah. that you want to learn and that makes the world of difference yeah no like 100 percent for sure and you just have like more autonomy and more time yeah. and like once you get that freedom like I, f- I feel like you learn pretty quickly like what to do with it yeah. Um, at least for me, I know a lot of people probably go out and just party all the time, but like, I sure, feel like for yeah. me, once, once I got that freedom, I was kind of like, okay, yeah. And like, yeah, I get to have fun. And then also like, since I care about my studies, I'm, I can get, I get to find time to study in the w- in ways that work for me as opposed to like come home from school every night tired. Yeah. Being yeah. like, okay. Yeah. It, it, it also, for me, like having not class after class after class every single day, mm-hmm. like I, there was breaks in between. So it wasn't yeah. like. And it wasn't like a short break, like a 40-minute lunch break, whatever. Like, there would be hours in between classes, and mm-hmm. that helped me just to kind of unwind and get ready for the next hour class, whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so what made you want to move from Champaign, Illinois, all so, the way up to Seattle? So I graduated, and then um, my... So at the time, I lived with my sister. Uh, she worked for a Coca-Cola uh, in Illinois, and... Um, I graduated and was looking for a job and for like the rest of, so I think it was like 2015. Yeah, it was 2015 because mm-hmm. 
Tippin' Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar had come out that spring. <laughs> and so <Yeah>. um <laughs> And so I graduated and I ended up like working jobs that I didn't necessarily like didn't have anything to do with my field. Right. Because like mm-hmm. to find a job in communication, it might as well just be impossible. Um, but I ended up working first for like a, a direct TV sales position, okay, which was probably the worst job I've ever had in my life um, because like what made I, it the, yeah, what made it bad? It So you would essentially be selling direct TV to people in um home depot and sam's club oh yeah you'd have to okay. like be, you'd be the person like in front of the doors or whatever like the one that people. nobody wants to talk to but exactly you have to be there exactly yeah. right and like i think the quota for the day was like hey you have to make one sale a day um and that's like your goal right sell one person on a direct tv package and like yeah. at the time right like it was 2015 and so like you imagine that like most people are trying to cut the cord and not you know get into a new plan mm-hmm. um and so like I just had a I just had the worst time because I'm not a salesman. I am mm-hmm. not I am like I'm introverted. I don't have like a sales bone in me. Yeah. Um I don't either unless it comes to video games, and that's why I love my games. Yeah, like see, and, the, and this yeah. is the weirdest thing, right? Because what I do for OK Beast, right? I feel like part of what I am doing is kind of sales because I'm like leading a team and trying to figure out like how to promote the brand and figuring out like yeah, and like I'm I'm once again, like what I cite the fact that I'm introverted, right? I talk all the time on the podcast, and so like you would think that all these skills would have translated to back then, but no, yeah. I was just I was terrible <laughs> at it, and so like I didn't have that jo- job for long. Um, I then ended up working uh, at an elementary school as nice. a cross categorical teacher's aide, um, which essentially means that I was working with like special needs kids, right? I mm-hmm. worked with two kids that had autism and another kid that had Down syndrome. Um, mm-hmm. Two of them were in kindergarten, um, and one of them was in first grade. And so I'll just, I was essentially like a system the whole day. Yeah. Um, it's and, a tough job, man. I yeah. see it every day when I go into a school. Yeah. It is, it is super tough, and it really, like, it, it does, might not sound a whole lot of just like hanging out with one kid that you're assigned to for most mm. of the day. But man, at the end of the day, you are beat. It's yeah. exhausting. Especially like for me, like, I was never really like a kid's person. <laughs> like, uh-huh. uh, and so, like, you know, Especially one of like one of the kids was very much like snotty and like mm, yeah. always had his hands in his mouth. How often did you get sick? That first oh time you were man, with your kids? Uh, <laughs> that's actually a good question. Maybe like twice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I still get sick all the time. Yeah, it, it, it my immune system sucks, dude. It was like it was one of those things where I got used to it very quickly because he would just he did it so often that like at a certain point I just had to stop caring because he would legit like you know, pick his nose and eat the booger, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I'd be looking at him, I'd be like, hey, like, stop, don't do that. That's yeah. nasty, right? But, like, you know, like, what's he gonna do? Like, it's it's his it's his natural kind of, like, instinct to do that. Yeah. Um, especially as a kid with, like, as a kid with autism, like, he doesn't care what I think about him it's picking his nose. It's probably part of his routine. Yeah, and, like, it, very yeah. much so, right? And so, like, but, like, and working with those kids was a lot like, is gonna be a weird analogy, but stick sure. with me. It was mm-hmm. a lot like living in Nigeria because, it opened up my eyes to like yeah. things I, I, di- I didn't realize, but things that also like, I don't know. It, it almost like maybe less so open up my eyes, but open up my heart <laughs> because like, yeah, I, I like, I felt for those kids. I, um, uh, I wanted to see those kids succeed. Right. Like, like, w- like the main kid that I would hang out with, he, um, was probably like the smartest kid in his class, but mm-hmm. also like, but like I, to, to the other kids, 
probably like didn't seem like that at all because like he would wild out he would like yell yeah. he would run around when he's not supposed to he'd do all these things because those are his impulses right mm-hmm. and he didn't necessarily have control of those those impulses because because of his autism um but like i remember there was one day where uh this is a this is in a kindergarten class right and so they're like learning counting and stuff like that yep. right and like on top of the room like in the top corner they have uh numbers one through 100 like listed um so the kids can like look up and like count them right yeah and like none of the kids in the class could count yeah, probably pass at kindergarten. Yeah, not in kindergarten, right? They probably couldn't pass or count past like twenty or whatever, right? But then, like, you see the kid that I'm working with, right? The, the kid with autism, right? He looks up and he's like, and this is like randomly during class, and he just has like one of his like, like his, his like his things. I don't even know what to call him. Um, but he looks up and he like looks at the numbers and he's like one, two, three, four, five, and it counts all the way to a hundred. And the kids like look back and they're like. He can count to 100. That's and awesome. Yeah, all the yeah. adults are like, yeah, like he's smarter than all of y'all. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. because like he's different doesn't mean that like he's like not capable or doesn't mean that like he, you know, doesn't have like incredible ability as a human being, right? Yep. And so like that was such a great experience for me. And that was only like four months, I, w- I would say, that I worked yeah. there. And so like I didn't, and that was only my day job. During the night, I worked as an AV tech for um, a hotel and conference center oh that's so, like, like a lot of fun yeah no so that was and that was like the boring part of my day yeah. um it's weird how i went from like you know like active like working with with with, with kids chaos come yeah. home like come home tired and i would only have an hour to be home before i would go um to my second job and do the av tech stuff right um yeah. and yeah like you know that was my life for like three to four months before i moved to seattle because what happened was my sister got a job offer from amazon um and like when she got that offer you know that obviously involved moving to seattle because amazon's mm-hmm. in seattle and yeah. she came to me she was like hey like you know you're still looking for like what you want to do primarily right uh why don't you just come to me come with me to seattle and like look for a job there because there's going to be opportunity for you there and you know like living you don't want to live in champagne your whole life and i was like yeah i don't want to live in champagne my whole life and so essentially i went up i came up here um with her and like found a job here um, which was like, which is working for a, a real estate company, mm-hmm. uh, helping process like leases and stuff for um, Starbucks stores, right? And so like, you know, it was it was definitely like a step up from what I was doing back in Champagne as mm-hmm. far as like, you know, I felt a little bit more like um, stable and, and calm with what with what I'm yeah. doing. Um, and uh, I was doing that, and then on the side, as I was doing this, I I, I was also like doing OK Beast. Or I was like starting OK Beast, like mm-hmm. uh, getting into creating content on the side because, like, you know, I feel like when I was in college, and now I'm now I'm just going into like no, you know, this, you didn't ask is, me any I of love this. this. <laughs> no, this is great. But um, it's all about getting to know a best friend better, man. Of course, so, yeah, go for it. So like when I was in college, right? Like I, I feel like I had the ultimate goal of working for an IGN or working for a video games site or working in the video games industry in general, whether it was PR yeah. or whatever it was. Um. But like, I don't know. At a like, at a certain point, I was like, "Well, that's an impossible dream." But like deep down, I wanted to do it. And so, yeah. like, you know, the my day job was definitely like the is definitely the job I do, or, or was definitely the job I I did at the time. Like, I'm speaking of like just moving to Seattle at this point, right? Yeah. It was definitely mm-hmm. the thing I did at the time where I was like, "All right, like I'm doing this because this is the logical thing to do, right? Like, I, I'm gonna be like regular. I'm gonna work this nine to five in real estate." processing whatever transaction management 
but on the side, I was doing Okie Beast as like a passion project and yeah. being like, all right, like I'm gonna actually like try and build this thing at to, so I can build a portfolio so that I could I could apply to places like places in the games industry to work at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, that's pretty much like how I got to Seattle and kind of like where I kind of went from or went to from there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how long before you started? okay beast was that always a thought in in your head like yeah you you had dreams of, of working in the industry uh, and mm. like i think a lot of people who are listening are, are they have those same dreams myself included uh what made you think like well let me just kind of do it myself and like i know you went into like this on the kind of funny podcast when you yeah. were on um you saw it as like type of a portfolio type thing right yeah and so like i started okay beast as yeah pretty much a portfolio so i could present it to like an ign or GameSpot or kotaku mm-hmm. or kind of funny or whatever it is as like a way of being like okay hey i've done stuff because i had applied to ign before like mm-hmm. when i was right out of college um and i think at the time i just didn't realize that you had to have experience like actually doing the stuff right yeah. i like i should have had a, way more experience writing articles that's the experience. dreaded dreaded thing to see on a job application experience yeah. needed and it's always a ridiculous number yeah. of years and i remember like seeing that stuff and being like well okay well i have i have a college degree and yeah. i've written stuff for blogs before Absolutely, i'm like a shoe in yeah. and then i apply and i'm like why didn't i get chose and it's because like i didn't like all the experience i had was just stuff that was just not relevant at all mm-hmm. to like what they were looking for yeah. um and so like i think i came to realize that and i started okie beast um I, okie beast had like a lot of inspirations right um uh, and so like i remember my last days in champagne before moving to seattle i was hanging out with one of my friends um and he was like or i forget i forget what led to this but i think i told him at a certain point and like i told him this was kind of funny in mind that i was like hey i think when i moved to seattle i'm probably i, I want to start my own business at some point like like and i didn't i didn't specifically tell him like i want to do podcasts about mm-hmm. video games as a thing but i like i think this and this just is be what, in charge of your own thing yeah like and this is coming off of i think kind of funny launched in 2015 i think 2015 uh, 2014 yeah. Are we in year three or year four? I keep forgetting. I think we're in year four. So I'm going to say 2015, because I want to say yeah. it was like the Witcher year. Um, and the Metal Gear Solid year. Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. 5 year. And so, like, they had launched at the beginning of 2015. And, yeah, because this would have been the end of 2015, where I'm like, like, with kind of funny in mind, I was like, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to, like, launch my own business. You know, like a small business and, like, do, like, content creation or whatever. And he was probably like, whatever. Um, and so, like, I moved to Seattle. And then, like, a few months... It was, like, three months in because I was bored mm-hmm. and I had no friends. Um, and, like, I just didn't... I didn't know anybody. I had nothing to do. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start OkBeast. I'm going to write um, articles. I'm going to make video game remixes because that was the thing I did pretty often back then. And I'm going to um, do, like, an interview podcast. Um, and I, I I did that for a little bit of time. That one was called The People. And so I did the I did those things. I just put them all on Okie Beast as a way to like kind of like portfolioize all the mm-hmm. things I was doing creatively, uh, so that down the line at some point I could present that to a website. Um, but then, in, pretty quickly, actually, like that turned into like you know me meeting um, Ian Prichel, uh by I guess he Googled me uh, or not Googled me. He Googled like video game site and came across Okie Beast and was like and reached out. And he was like, "Hey, do you like That's what you're doing awesome. here? Like, let's talk about it, right?" And yeah. like I talked to him playing Overwatch, and we kind of bonded that way, right? And Alex Van Aken I met on uh, in the kind of funny Facebook group because I was very active um, because like I didn't really have any fr- friends, and so yeah. the Facebook group was kind of like how I found like a social place to be. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's what happened to me. That's yeah. Like the, that's why I'm so ingrained and kind of funny now. It's because of that Facebook group. Yeah, dude. And like, yeah. it was a great place. Yeah, I met Alex there. I met uh, I met a lot of people there. But yeah, like um, uh, me, Alex, and Ian ended up starting a an Overwatch podcast called Overwatched because Overwatch came out in 2016. Yes, because mm-hmm. I just moved to Seattle, right? Um, so we all really got really into Overwatch unexpectedly because I don't think anybody saw that game being what it became. No. Yeah. Um and like it was, I think we played the beta and as soon as we finished the, like, like as soon as the beta stopped we all had like like crack cocaine itches where we were like oh man <laughs> give me more yeah <laughs> yeah it was like it'd be nice if we had some more of that Overwatch and like <laughs> like Overwatch came out and we all got it and we all loved it and we were like yo let's do an Overwatch podcast and we did that for eight episodes until I was like dude me Ian like we should like because at the time Alex was doing Pixel Pulse Radio uh, with Brandon. Mm-hmm. uh who Alex Brandon and Ian for people who don't know are all a part of Oki Beast. Um, Brandon and Alex were doing Pixels Radio, and so I was like, "Hey, Ian, let's just do an OK Beast podcast where we just talk about games and, and, and nerdy stuff in general." And he was like, "Dope!" And I was like, "Okay, cool. We're stopping Overwatch. We're doing this new th- this new thing." And Alex <laughs> yeah. was like, "What?" And we we're like, "Hey, sorry, um, you're, you're part of Pixels." And so, like, that's kind of how OK Beast kind of came to be uh, was with like me and Ian, um, yeah. and and Alex, right? Like doing this thing. Um, or it kind of evolving that direction, and that was like by by the time me and Ian started the Okubis podcast, that was August of 2016, right? And I started like the portfolio thing probably like March, and um, so between March and yeah. August, like it was like a lot a lot of things were happening to get the ball in motion to like make that happen. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, what a really small thing, mm-hmm. but uh, the the name of Okubis, where'd that come from? Uh, that's a really good question because it means nothing. Um, okay. but I think it was oh, one of those, yeah. it was one of those things where like you know like kind of funny giant bomb, um, rooster teeth. Right. I think my idea was I gotta find two words that'll sound good together that aren't taken in a URL. Yeah. And okay. um, and it th- sounds like some something people would say. Yeah. Right. Like like, like vaguely. Like, okay, yeah. beast. Yeah. Yeah. Like like go off. Okay, beast. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like like it sounds vaguely like something that makes sense. Right, yeah. and then like um, I know uh, there was a hip hop website, uh, hip hop like I think for either form a news site. I always get them mixed up because there's two of them. But um, mm-hmm. OK Player, I think OK Player is like an, is like a blog. Um, OK Player, I was familiar with, and then there is a hip hop uh, rap group called Humble Beast uh, that I used to listen to a lot, and so like. Mm-hmm. I liked both those names, and I was like, "What if I just combine them into OK Beast?" And I typed in the URL, and I was that like, works. "Oh, sweet, not taken." And <laughs> so that's pretty much how that came to be. That's awesome. Um, so when you're not working on OK Beast and, and doing stuff for that, um, what do you do during the day, like for oh, for God. job now? Are are you still selling things? Oh yeah, I still, I, I, I still I uh, still oh no, I, I definitely work at the hotel. I still okay. work at um, for the real estate company, right? I still okay, do nice. that during the day. Um, and that, that that's going very well because like I've gotten promoted over the last three years at this point. That's awesome. Um, and so like, yeah, that, I mean, it's definitely like still like my adult like responsible person yeah. job that I have. Yeah. Um, we but, all have those. Yeah, but it's it's also like nice to be able to like have Okie Beast as the thing I do on the side and and be able to like put passion to that. Yeah. Right. As like a passion project and be able to uh, to to uh do that out of love right because mm-hmm. it's not at the point yet where like any of us could leave our job and do yeah. OKBs full-time like we only make like i think about 400 dollars a month on patreon um mm-hmm. 
and so like you know we're not like it's not enough for any of us to like pay our rent maybe like depending on where we lived if if one of us took all the money we could pay half our rent (laughs) but like um definitely not it's definitely not there yet and so Mm -hmm. it's we treat it very much as like a passion side thing um and yeah i'm gonna put you on the spot here blessing do it what is the favorite thing you do at OKBeast? Your favorite thing that OKBeast puts out? Oh man, probably the OKBeast podcast at okay. this point. Like it, and it definitely def- depends on like what the season is. Because like I, I know like for a while there, the OKBeast podcast was kind of a struggle because like it was there was a time where we would the OKBeast podcast would only be me and Ian, and then we would also have Pixels Radio because when Alex and Brandon joined, they brought along Pixels Radio. Gotcha. And yeah. so, um. You know, like, I felt like, I, I think we all knew that, like, hey, if we really want the OKB's podcast to take off, we all got to join forces and just have it be a four-person podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you have times where, like, you know, Ian had, like, a very busy season uh, w- with work um, and stuff. And so, like, he wasn't on the podcast for a while. And so, like, you know, when stuff like that happens, uh, it makes it difficult, especially as our main podcast. But within the last, like, couple months, I feel like the OKB's podcast has been phenomenal and super yeah. fun to do um but i always love because i'm i'm mm. so far behind on pretty much everything because there's so much out there and of course i want to listen to to your guys stuff because i love all of you and the stuff you guys do Mm. shout out to your video essays on youtube which i think are some of my favorite things that i watch i wish we were able to do it more often like we used to do it weekly i can only imagine the amount of time you oh dude so we did we did them weekly for a year from Mm -hmm. 2017 to 2018 that no that doesn't sound that sounds right actually i'm gonna say from 2017 to 2018 end of 2018 yes that's right um dude so hard so stressful and like it was one of those things where i'm definitely i'm definitely like the workaholic right i'm definitely the guy that's like guys we can't miss a week we got to hit every single friday on these video essays if we're not missing a video essay we got to communicate it properly people are looking forward to this to us from yeah. us especially after we started the patreon right i'm like guys we got to make yeah. sure people pay for this guys people pay for this yeah. mm-hmm. right and i was i'm definitely that guy right and at a certain point i was just like i looked around and you just see everybody just stressed and like yeah. beat and i'm like all right we're, we're not doing these weekly anymore <laughs> we're just yeah. doing this when we feel I, like it <laughs> i can't imagine like you said like this is not you you can't afford to leave your day job to do this so exactly the yeah. fact that you the way they came out and it looks like that is something that you put all effort, like you wake yeah. up in the morning, you put into and see the finished product. Like that is super impressive, and the yeah. fact that you guys used to do that once a week, I can, is still can't blow. I still can't believe we used to do that once a week. I need to like bring that up to the guys because I feel like yeah. we've forgotten about that. Because like it was one of those things where like we've hit gold, we just got to keep digging. Yeah. <laughs> because at one of these times, like we're just gonna like blow up, and like you know, like I guess to our credit, right. By, uh, I made a video about a rapper who's passed away now called uh, named uh, XXXTentacion, right? That video has half a million views. It was like the video that blew up. But the bummer about it is that's the, the video was about a rapper and 95% of the videos we do are about video games. And yeah. so we didn't retain any of that audience. Yeah, outlier, <laughs> and, right? Yeah, and so I think like that was definitely a thing where like it took the wind. It definitely took the wind out of my sails where I was like, what's the point, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I have a video out here with half a million, half a million views and like uh-huh. it's doing nothing for us um and so like you know like it's it's those have definitely become a learning experience for us because yeah I, I agree that like i think those are definitely like some of the best stuff we've done as a site and like we still do them we just do them very like 
we we spread them out, especially this year. It's been yeah. very busy for us because we've been sure. trying to like do a bunch of but different. But it makes projects. it so like when they do come out, they're yeah. special. Yeah, when they do come out, you know, they're like a thing where people are like, oh snap, okay, this looks cool, right? Like Alex's essay on um on the music from the Breath of the Wild two trailer, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. you know that felt special when it came out because we'd stopped doing them so frequently, right? Like I still like I I, I was still trying to do do uh, my videos like once a month, um, which like previously for me would have been once every three weeks because you have three of us making videos um but even once a month i'll still like all right i gotta slow down so i haven't made a video in like a little bit but um yeah dude like the videos are definitely like some of the stuff i'm most proud of um Mm -hmm. definitely like wasn't as fun (laughs) as the podcast because the podcast is definitely like a laid back like okay let's talk right the videos are actual work and actual writing and actual video editing and um vo is a lot more difficult and a lot more yeah. tiring than it comes off uh, yeah. um and so like dude the videos were stressful <laughs> yeah um, yeah but yeah but now but now you got like you get the okay beats podcast yeah uh, earlier this year you guys launched the apex one yeah dude yeah that one that which is pretty awesome pretty awesome Kind of like going back to your roots with the overwatch thing yeah no uh, like legit only about one and alex had a uh mario odyssey one right yep yeah we did the uh mario odyssey one together we had a oh and a fallout 76 one too fallout 70 we had we have a lot so fallout 76 one <laughs> which is probably the one that <laughs> that we struggled with because well i didn't have anything to do with it it was yeah. alex that and that Fiona, let right? it yeah alex and fiona but since fallout 76 came out and ended up not being good that one yeah. that podcast ended up like <laughs> being sort of like a, a struggle um yeah. same with the anthem podcast that we launched um but like we also had a like the reason why we like started doing them more frequently was like yeah we had overwatched and yeah it was definitely like the the no pun intended like the apex of like what uh where the idea kind of started right mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, like we we did Breath of the Wildin, which was our uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild podcast. Yeah, and it was like a super enjoyable thing, and people liked it. And we were like, "Oh snap! Like we've hit something here, right?" And so we did the same thing with Dudonk City Radio, which is the Mario Odyssey podcast, um, which went well. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, we had a point where like you know. Um, some time passed and we're like okay we got to get back to that people really like the limited run podcasts and so that's where we're like okay fallout 76 um uh anthem apex right and two of those games didn't take off the way (laughs) we we expected right uh but like in granted those were like all these we only expected to do for for like six episodes the jump master podcast was our apex legends podcast uh, did so well, especially in numbers, that we're like, all right, let's just keep doing this and see like how far we take it, and we're still doing it even after yeah. launching it in February. Um, and so like it's doing pretty well. It's pretty it's awesome. fun to do. Um, it's our most uh, listened to show um, oh, by like a nice. by like a large mar- margin. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of Apex Legends fans, and so that's been a really fun thing to do. Right now, I, if I was if I were to say like the the most fun I I have with um any of our shows i'd probably say leaderboard actually um leaderboard is like our top 10 like uh ranking show where, where each episode we rank a different category so we do like top 10 boss battles top 10 snow levels top 10 this, awesome, yeah. top 10 zombie games right <clears throat> and that one is super fun to do because i host it and i love antagonizing <laughs> people <laughs> like I, in that podcast i'm definitely like i try my hardest to um especially this season I try my hardest to play the role of the villain um, in some cases, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not necessarily, like, you know, 
giving bad arguments for bad arguments sake or mm-hmm. like taking the side of like the lesser loved game for the, just for the sake right i'm still being yeah. true to myself but like i i just like i i antagonize alex and aiken so much on the show and it's so fun for me and i know he yeah. hates it i know he gets uh-huh. frustrated with it but it is so fun for me yeah. um i mean it, in a lesser lesser way than probably you antagonize alex i have mm. to podcast with joe mr badman on the trophy room and oh, every yeah? single episode he likes to throw a wrench in my plans. Like he would, he would, he does this thing. Like if I was shoe, and then we'll throw at me. You have, you, you can only pick one, Vita or PSVR, <laughs> and like you have to kill the other one, other one off. Like he puts me in those situations oh, yeah. all the time, and like I'm not expecting it. So like I, I'm, I'm kind of pissed off, but in a way, like doing that kind of it, it, it's fun for me, and I oh, know yeah. it's fun for him because like it, it puts like a different. Cap-off. Oh yeah, it throws like, people when, off. When you're in the groove, like you gotta think on. Your and like feet. usually for us, like Ian, Ian is the one who's like, "Oh, I'm gonna be chaos incarnate, right? I'm gonna throw <laughs> the show off. I'm gonna be the guy who's like almost like the the villain, or maybe not the villain. I'm gonna say the um, anti-hero. He's using okay. the role that Ian tries to play because he's he's chaos, but he like in his heart, he's like, "I'm like I'm I'm trying to be good, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas for me in jump or in um leaderboard, I'm definitely like. You know, like I'm, I'm calling people's games like dog trash. I am like, you know, calling people out for no reason. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm like, tr- I'm like trying to get people amped up and get people's blood rushing. Um, and it's such a fun role to play. Yeah. Um, and like I, and like that that show, I feel like gives birth to such such good conversation and such mm-hmm. good like um, back and forth as far as like what makes a game, what makes a good zombie game, what makes yeah. this zombie game better than this other zombie game, right? What make, what is an open world? How do we define an open world? What mm-hmm. is a camp? Like we had a really good conversation about what is a first person shooter campaign because that was one of the episodes, right? Top 10 first person shooter campaigns. And that became a whole conversation because we were like, okay, first of all, like Alex O'Neill is from irrational passions is on this season. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, the way he defines first person shooter is unlike anything I've ever heard. And he's oh, he's, awesome. he's a madman, but I let him slide <laughs> because the way he defines yeah. per- first person shooter is as a first person what I would call a first person first person action game mm-hmm. um, because like he defines like he he will tell you that Dead Island is a first person shooter even oh, though there's not yeah even though there's not shooting that game just because the fa- first person point of view yeah first person point of view with action right that's kind of how he defines it which I'm like there's literally like it literally says shooter in the title of the genre <laughs> yeah. but like. You know, I respect I res- I respect the view and I respect the idea because it, it it gave birth to like an interesting conversation for us. And then like even furthering that, right? We got into like okay, what makes a campaign? And we had to look up like okay, where does the word campaign originate from, right? And there's like mm-hmm. no solid answer, right? And so like the thing was, does it come from World of Warcraft uh, campaign or not World of Warcraft? Does it come from Dungeons and Dragons um, because you would call that like a D and D campaign yeah. or? And I looked this up in, in dictionary.com and I had no idea this is a thing. Apparently, like a campaign is um, a series of like military um, events or like something along the lines of like an or- like an organized like military like thing. I would need actual like Oxford to come here and, <laughs> and explain it. But like, <laughs> like, it'll- like the plans or like the. Yeah, it's like it's interesting. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to look this up because it's. Yeah. It was it was one of those things where once I read it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, a, se- a series of military operations intended to achieve a particular objective, confined to a particular area, or involving a specif- specified type of fighting. Huh, that's and interesting. Yeah, that was super fun to do, uh, or super, that was a super fun conversation because, like, you know, we, from there, you know, we learned that, like, okay, yeah, 
campaign comes from or was first used in video games as far as we know in halo and that makes sense with that definition and so like military operations okay cool got it how does that then inform what we consider a first person shooter campaign and so like that's why that's why i freaking love leaderboard is because it allows us to actually like get into interesting uh in-depth discussions about things that usually wouldn't come up on a show about Mm -hmm. news or just like a regular like impressions sort of thing um it's very it gets very specific and it gets very like fun yeah yeah that's like we'll we'll probably get into it a little bit later but some of my favorite moments of any kind of funny live event or just being around other best friends Mm -hmm. is hearing overhearing those type of conversations and how heated it gets because we are all passionate about games and we all come from different standpoints and stuff so like me uh championing final fantasy 8 when mm. other people, most people, hate that game, like with a passion, it, it, it's fun for me because I, I try, I try to make my love for it and passion known to others, and just the conversation that that comes from that is fantastic. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. um, and that's why I mean that's why like I love being in the Facebook group for kind of funny, yeah, right? Is because like you know I, I i loved having those conversations even though like i feel like a lot of time we can consider the internet to be either a toxic place or like a place where like only arguments happen or the a yeah. place where extremes like the, people are only thinking in extremes mm-hmm. right um but like i feel like when i was in the facebook group um you know like you you you're able to find ways to have conversation even yeah. with like within all the muck right you're able to kind of like get in there and you know frame things in a certain way or try to understand certain way mm-hmm. pe- certain ways in which people think that help actually allow a conversation to happen it's yeah. gotten harder and harder especially like with the political climate yeah because um, i feel like there's a certain shift like from like when i was in a facebook group in 2015 to like becoming an admin in 2016 and getting mm-hmm. to the end of 2016 and beginning of 2017 where you're like oh man yeah. <laughs> things have changed <laughs> like um what a time but, to come on board right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a time that was a yeah, that, for, that was a fun definitely. time because you were you were there you heard, you like saw 2016 yeah like 20 uh, no i i oh, okay. joined um kind of funny life three weekend kaylee and nikki asked me while we were at the yeah, interesting. So I, I was after that part. Um, so you would have been in like 2017. Yes, summer 2017. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you you would just miss a lot of bullshit. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I, I saw I saw what happened after certain things went down. Oh like yeah, the, just as a regular group member, mm. like yeah, it was. And then when I hopped in, and then um, think think people a little peek behind the curtain, like mm-hmm. when I joined as admin, mm-hmm. uh, you guys had a thing in a separate group where you just like run down here are the things that happened. Oh yeah, like, I think that was me that probably made that yes, post because I freaking I I, I I love recounting a bunch of stuff because like man, I've I, I feel like being an admin, especially like not even only in just the kind of funny Facebook group, and no, just on, in general, in, probably in a Facebook group in general, right? Yeah, but like during that time, like post-election 2016 um uh was unlike anything i'd ever experienced and i feel like Mm -hmm. it it, i feel like it definitely built me up to be able to like withstand a lot of bs um because like you kind of you kind of like you know learn to to weather the storm and you kind of learn how to handle it which is a thing that became valuable for me doing okay beast and now like trying to like you know like be a part of the industry right like yeah you like when troll when trolls come through or when people are out here like you know trying to spread insults or trying to threaten you or doing whatever right like yeah. 
you you like it is very valuable to like know how to deal with that and a lot of the time mm-hmm. like you know a lot of time that is like just not dealing with it and ignoring it and like letting people scream into the into the void right yeah and depending on depending on what it is right like you you might be able to like respond and have a sensible conversation and change people's people's minds or um it's definitely like a case-by-case thing but yeah uh it was just such an interesting time being there yeah um, yeah, and it's, it's also also being I was also sort of like the center of some some of it, which also yeah. helps a lot as far as like learning how to how to deal with it. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely for like corny ass saying, but like I have thicker skin because I admin the group. Yeah, and it's one hundred. It kind of it, it kind of sucks that we get shit on and we have to see that stuff. But mm-hmm. you know what? That's kind of like the whole point of us being there. So it's not like the wild wild west. Yeah, and and people get to say whatever they want. I want to. You were talking about conversation that speaked, uh, or, or what's the word I'm looking for? Sparked um, some good uh, stuff between Ian and Alex at, at OK Beast with leaderboard specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent a question in for your "We Have Cool Friends" episode, which has not aired yet, and yes. and I wanted to ask you here because I'm fascinated by this. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with Donkey Kong 64, Blessing? Oh, man. I don't know if they asked me this on... on oh, they the, didn't? I don't think they did. Okay. Um, All right, good. Because I, I I set that in. I was like, I just generally want to know. I've never played the game, but mm-hmm. it's it seems like a an odd... From an outside looking in, it seems like an odd game for someone to champion so Donkey hard Kong for. 64 um, is a masterpiece of its era that doesn't get appreciated at all for any of the achievements that it made um it i are you did you have an sd4 growing up i did not i okay. used to rent it from blockbuster but it's it so, was few and far between so the so on the sd4 right there were two dominant developers i would say mm-hmm. one nintendo obviously like of course nintendo's gonna come through on their platform yeah. and make the best games right definitely but to rival Nintendo and and then ar- arguably like you know defeat Nintendo in a lot of cases as far as like output on that platform was rare, right? Rare made uh, GoldenEye, they made Jet Force Gemini, they made Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, mm-hmm. um, uh, DK sixty four, Perfect Dark, Diddy Kong Racing. Like the the library of Rare was off mm-hmm. the chain, right? Um, and so Donkey Kong 64 is developed by Rare uh, because I, uh, I I believe Nintendo licensed the the IP to them to to use. And the thing about the game is that it is it is right. I, I I compare it to Skyrim. I call it the Skyrim of the N64 because wow. it is it is a large game um, mm-hmm. as far as like things to do. It is also very open in a way that you do not see from games of that era. Um, like Mario 64 was obviously like open, but I feel like yeah. DK 64 was open in, in, in like a whole completely different way because like the hub world, right? In Mario 64, you have you have the castles, the hub world, right? Mm-hmm. DK 64, you have like this whole island, you have like the enemy um, or the King K rule ship, you have like this whole ocean, and you have like different like parts uh, like of all these things that you can kind of go to and, and swim to and, and fly to or do whatever. So it felt more vast in that way. Um, but like the reason why I call it the Skyrim, right, is because like it, the things you do felt endless. Uh, they went, they definitely went for quantity, <laughs> and I don't want to say like over quality because I feel sure. like a lot of stuff is, is quality in the game, right? But they definitely yeah. like they definitely banked in on quantity, and so like there are a ridiculous amount of collectibles. You have like you have your 
and like this is the thing right you have you have five playable kongs donkey kong diddy kong tiny kong chunky kong oh. and monkey kong right so as someone who's never played the game uh, that's news to me i didn't yeah, realize you could pick from all of them five characters and they all that's awesome and that i mean that's where some of the hate for the game comes in but also like where my love of the game comes in because like you have all these different have you or you've probably you'd probably not play banjo kazooie then if you didn't have no, it before i haven't but um it's essentially like each level is has activities that are divided up between the five kongs and so like you have to like switch to the certain kong in order to do a certain thing right Mm -hmm. and each of the kongs have like i think five different golden bananas per level but the golden bananas are like the stars right like the stars in mario that you're collecting right those are what the golden bananas are you also have small smaller color-coded bananas colored uh for each kong right that you're also collecting you need to collect enough small bananas in order to unlock the boss for each level um you have these um you have fairies that are flying around that you gotta take pictures of um in order to and when you take a picture of the fairy it captures them for the fairy mother you have um these orange grenades that you pick up as ammo for grenades right you have each kong has has a particular weapon that they use right so and i i think they're all guns yeah each kong has a gun Mm -hmm. um so don kong has a has like this uh shotgun looking thing um uh chunky kong has a bazooka linky kong has a pea shooter diddy kong has like his two like pistols right um you have that you have you have crystals that you're collecting for your special ability Jeez. right there and, and i've yeah. not even scratched the surface as far as the collectibles <laughs> it is ridiculous how much that's stuff is insane. in this game yeah um i mean looking back at it in that time like that's that's it's pretty incredible it was a jam-packed game as yeah. far as like things you're collecting and things you're doing and so like um like back to the golden bananas right which is the main collectible of the game you have each like each golden banana is essentially like hidden behind like some sort of activity or some sort of obstacle that you're solving or doing and a lot of those obstacles like a lot of them are bs but a lot of them are also like very interesting and like cool puzzles to solve and you feel like you're kind of unlayering like the amount like unlayering the the activities to do in this game like slowly mm-hmm. in a way that's almost like an onion where you like un, un where you unpeel it um and then like there's just like three more things to do after you do any any certain task right yeah. and so it just keeps going and going and going and going um and that like that breadth of things to do um is is a big reason why i love that game and why i got super lost in that game as a kid but also like I thought the story was fun. The game has cutscenes, and the cutscenes are pretty well done for an N64 game. Yeah. Um, the animation of the characters, I thought, I, I think is really good. Um, there's just so much personality in terms of like the characters and the world there, and and the different levels and what they do. There are like these huge boss fights that are like really well done. Like it's just like a like on from from like facet to facet of the game. They're just like these different like crazy things going on that i don't know kind of that 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 kind of um uh what's the word exceed expectation for what you would think mm-hmm. the, an ncd4 game would do yeah it got the reason why I, what the reason why um don kong 64 gets a lot of flack is because it is unwieldy and it is very is very much like a banjo kazooie um banjo kazooie game but like taken to the utmost extreme where like collectathons were just becoming a thing right mm-hmm. yeah mario 64 where you're collecting coins and stars and like yeah. rare was able to do that with banjo kazooie and then like they saw an opportunity to like really like okay what if we did this what if we went all the way and they went for most people probably too far, too far. and for yeah. me because like at a certain point i was kind of like all right like yeah <laughs> i got i think i got to the end of the game and i never actually beat 
DK DK sixty four because you needed to get these two uh, rare medallions. Um, and you get the first one by beating the original Donkey Kong game with like Mario, like the two D like Mario uh, saving the princess from Donkey Kong, yes, like arcade yeah. game. That game was in DK sixty four. Oh wow! Yeah, and I played that That's nonstop. Cool. Yeah. yeah, but you had you had to beat that in order to get the first rare medallion, and then the other rare medallion you'd get by beating Jetpack, which is an old rare game, um, like one of their like wow. Atari games, I think. Man, they really did go all out. They went all out, and That's I couldn't. Insane. I but like the the insane thing is I couldn't beat DK sixty four because I couldn't <laughs> beat Jetpack. <laughs> like, oh man, it was such a difficult like thing, and I couldn't figure it out. And I like I was at the end. Um, but yeah, dude, DK sixty four is just such a, such a special game for That's me awesome. because it's just so ridiculous in terms of all all the things that it's doing and all the things that it kind of tries to balance. Um, in the places that it goes, and in in in, it's just it's just. Yeah. It's it's excessive. I think that's the word. It's excessive in a way that appeals to me. <laughs> is that is that something you ever want to see a remaster of? Yes, but it'll never happen. <laughs> like yeah. it's one of the things where like DK sixty four is hated on so much that mm-hmm. I think Nintendo knows and they probably don't see any value in bringing it back. Um, uh, like it'll probably be on Virtual Console whenever, or like not Virtual Console, but like whenever the N sixty four games come to yes, um, the Switch, right? Switch, it'll probably be there because I think it was on Wii U Virtual Console, and so like, but I feel I I feel like that's the furthest it'll go, and I don't even think we'll see like a sequel as far as like another three D mm-hmm. platformer Donkey Kong. Like I think they're sticking to um tro- tropical like, freeze, tropical stuff, freeze right? style stuff, right? Or like. Maybe like I could hope for another Diddy Kong Racing style game, but aside yeah. from that, like I don't think they're gonna revisit DK sixty four in any like major oh, way. Yeah, that, I that'd get be it, though. Pretty incredible though. It would be, but also it also like be ambitious. I couldn't yeah. like. I feel like if they're di- if they're going to do it, they would have to do like something completely different and like recontextualize like what a three D platformer could be with DK sixty four. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how well it would go over having all those things to collect. In nowadays, yeah. right? Yeah, no, exactly. So it'll probably be like maybe a more linear thing, or maybe it'll be like Mario Odyssey. But even Mario Odyssey felt like it was un like it wasn't unwieldy in the way that that DK sixty four was unwieldy because Mario Odyssey you're just collecting the moons. Yeah, but and there's like a the lot of them. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of moons, yeah. like hundreds of moons, right? And like the purple currency on each map. But um, they would have to condense it in that way and be like, okay, you're only getting golden bananas. You're not getting all these crystals mm-hmm. and ammo and in in um I didn't even talk about the coins, um they're like yeah. coins that you spend oh, on geez. abilities, um and there are yeah. unlockable abilities and there are these th- these <laughs> things called um, bonus barrels where you go in and you play a mini game and they had tons of them. That's um, awesome. Yeah, dude, it was great. That's awesome. Let me tell you about each of the Kongs' <laughs> specific <laughs> special yeah. ability. The backstory, dude. Because let me tell you about how Donkey Kong he turns inv- invincible if you get like his his specific barrel. Uh, Diddy Kong gets a jetpack they can fly around with. Lanky Kong turns into a balloon. Um, or no, that's his other ability. I forget what, which one is which. Tiny Kong turns tiny. Chunky Kong gets big. It's great. It's awesome. I bet you probably dream of playing DK64 now, tonight. Oh, dude. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah. Uh, so what I usually do with my guests here on the show is I talk about their Twitter handle and their origin of where they came up with their name. And you, Blessing are very interesting because you have probably the best version of a Twitter handle you could possibly get. It's <laughs> yeah, just man. your name, Blessing Jr. Yeah, um, dude. How how stoked were you that that was available f- to you? Dude, I I mean, 
it was one of those things where I was like, who would get this? <laughs> like, yeah. this is so specific. I can't imagine it's taken. Um, yeah. But, like, for some, somehow it's taken on PSN. And oh, so, geez. yeah, maybe, like, maybe I did get lucky on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if, if that wasn't there, I'm going to ask you something I don't ask other people because usually it's, you know, like mine, Who Dat Ninja 73. That's mm-hmm. a 30 Rock reference. reference. But... What were some alternates if Blessing Jr. wasn't there? What 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 was like some old school names that you would probably use for your Twitter handle? Oh man, um, some embarrassing aim names because we all have some. Uh, well, I mean, I have a really embarrassing like old like email that I had when I was like twelve years old. Oh um, no, what was it? Oh god, uh, <laughs> how dirty are we allowed to get on this podcast? Uh, you can get dirty. That's fine. Okay, uh, my email was BJ Boy Love. Jeez, um, oh, as a twelve-year-old, yeah. Because like, what happened was, I uh, my dad had this guy like set me up my email. Right, this is in Nigeria actually, so the culture is mm-hmm. different. I don't think they have BJ's like that in Nigeria. <laughs> at least, at least called the same thing. Um, but like his like his email was like MJ Boy Love at Yahoo or whatever. Okay, and he helped me set mine up, and he was like, "Oh yeah, we'll make yours look like mine." And I was like, "Oh, can it be BJ for Blessing Junior?" And he was like, "Yeah," and so. PJ Boy Love. There it goes. Um, oh man! And I use that on like I think I use that for a couple other platforms too. But mm-hmm. I can't remember like when it stopped. I think I realized quickly that like oh yeah no this probably like isn't the one chief. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, can you imagine if that was your Twitter handle now? Oh god! If you stuck with it. Oh man! I would <laughs> Okie Beast would be a different website. I can yeah, tell you that com- completely different. Um, I don't know what else I use. I know um for my created character because a lot of peers asked this on Twitter the other day. Uh, she was actually asking for for like old aim names and screen names, but I went I I immediately went to like the name I would name every created character, um, at least like on PS2 when I had a PS2. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I would name every character of mine Wizkid for some reason because I nice. thought that was cool. Okay. And yeah. like it's not it's not like embarrassing or anything. No, but like I, growing Just up, I looked. Kid. Yeah, I was kidding. Like, looking back, I was like. What was I doing? Oh yeah, <laughs> like oh that's lame. It's not embarrassingly embarrassingly mm-hmm. lame, but I, I still look back like oh man. Yeah, no, oh, man. my my first aim name uh, wasn't creative enough to come up with one on my own, so I used one of those aim screen name uh, generator things, and it was like you hey, put in three words that describe yourself. And I put in Kyle, I put in gamer, and I put in cool. Mm-hmm. And what came out was Kyle G Cool. So my first oh, wow. aim name was just Kyle G Cool. That's awesome. Uh, it's not awesome, <laughs> blessing. It it was not great. And then I went from that to Lucky Charms seven one three seven on aim, okay, which is well, not any better. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, I have real real bad luck. My um, current PSN I have problems with because it's Merc City sixty four, and I made that uh in like 2010 or 2009 mm-hmm. somewhere around that time and i don't like i don't know i'm not feeling it anymore yeah <laughs> i'd like to change it but yeah i that's kind of where i'm at with who that ninja right now like mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot it's fun to say but i it's just you know you make that choice uh, yeah. and then you kind of have to live with it yeah at a certain point it's like okay well i made this when i was like um uh how old was i like probably like 16 or 17 yeah. And you know, I I don't I would, I would like to have something more low key than Merc City sixty four. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I still get people thinking I'm a giant New Orleans Saints fan because of the Houdet oh, Nation. Oh yeah. Or uh, you know, just thinking I'm from down south. And nope, I just loved Thirty Rock when I created the name a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've watched Thirty Rock since. Um, 
Yeah, which is kind of, it's odd. Uh, all right, Bussing, we're mm. at that point of the show where my guest brings one thing that they think people should listen to, watch, read, or play. So what do you got for me and the best friends listening? Ooh, I didn't realize I could tell you something to play. Um, oh, yeah. Ooh, okay. I'm going to give two things. That's one, fine. I'm going to say people should watch Heavy Strike on Twitch. I don't know if people have, anybody said that one on the show yet. No. Um, but Heavy Strike is basically like, it's a group of dudes uh, on Twitch, and they just have like very fun Twitch streams. Um, they're, they're homies, which is why I want to shout them out. Um, nice. It's uh, Brandon, Brandon Hunt. Um, who else is on Heavy Strike? Actually, I should have looked this up before I actually said it because now I'm embarrassed because I don't know all the people. Brandon Hunt um, uh, and Eric Sapp. Yes, that's who it was. Um, yeah, those two make some pretty like funny content. Um, it's fun. It's especially fun following them on social media um, because like all their clips from their their streams are hilarious. And so them uh, definitely what check kind of out stuff to their stream. Uh, really? It's like Gra- Grand Theft Auto, like multiplayer stuff. But they have one game that they play that I don't know what it's called. But essentially, mm-hmm. they modded it. It's like a, it's a it's a horror game. Okay. I think it might be a re- multiplayer Resident Evil game. Um, oh, all right. But they modded it so that you like fictional like pop culture characters oh, no. are playing like the horror um, okay. element, right? And so you just have like the big sexy green M M&M, and M like gigantic like come through and they're like screaming and like they're terrified of it or That's like awesome. um bart simpson and like just like crazy yeah. stuff like that and so it's like it's fun like horror stuff but also like funny because like uh, the way they mod they mod it um That's cool. Yeah, dude. And so like check them out and then uh play uh play Astral Chain. Mm. I've been playing Astral Chain. I've been really enjoying it. And so What makes you love Astral Chain? Like I I obviously it looks mm. cool. Yeah, it, it, like aesthetically, it looks awesome. the The style of it is super dope. It is like, I mean, if you're unfamiliar, it's like anime. Like, um, it's a platinum game, and so yeah. it's that type of like action anime kind of style, right? Um, but it is, it's interesting because it, the, the, the you play as a police officer, um, and like you have these things called legions, which are essentially like these chained chimera beasts, um, and there are d- different kinds of them that you can like kind of equip um but like it's just ridiculously like over the top it is supposed to be like this um evangelion like kind of like world where um this world is being invaded by like otherworldly uh chimera uh mm-hmm. and you're like trying to like save the world as a police as a police officer for like the special um like the special case unit i don't know like you are essentially like trying to save the world from what's going on here um, but the reason why I actually like really love the game is one the style, two the soundtrack, and then three like the gameplay, like the combat system. I think is super well done because you control the main character and you control the chimera that you that mm-hmm. or your legion, um, and you're chained together. And so like you move around the legion with like the right analog stick, and you can like send your legion and pull the legion back. And like you have your baton or your sword or your gun that you can use to attack. Um, but you can do cool things too, like. Uh, control the chimera so that they wrap around the enemy and chain them up um oh, which cool. is like, like pretty cool like kind of or like a like a um stagger move right oh, and okay. so like once you like wrap them around they then get changed chained to the ground um so you can do that you can have like some enemies will charge at you and like you can light you can light it up so that like your legion is like standing on the opposite side of you and like your chain then stops your the enemy when they charge at you um mm. and so like cool clever things like that yeah. um a, a an interesting like cool story is there overall like it's a pretty interesting yeah. pretty fun uh 
and I'll even say like pretty unique game on the Switch. And so yeah, that, yeah. I definitely I definitely want to pick it up before the year is up, so like I can think of and talk about it like on Game of the Year stuff. But mm-hmm. man, it came out the same day as Control, and I want Control. It did. It did. I, I beat Control, I love control. also. I freaking love Control too. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to love Control, but it's crazy to me that they came out on the same day, mm. and Control doesn't even make the charts for like yeah. top thirty. It's so sad because Control is so damn good. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's weird to me because I wouldn't have imagined that like it had like a like, week beforehand, right? Not not a week. No, yeah, same day, but, like, Astral Chain made it on the same charts and controlled yeah. in it, which and is like, crazy. It, would, it shocked me that, that Astral Chain out, well, would outsold, would outsell Control, even especially given that it's, like, a um, a Switch exclusive, right? Yeah. Um, but also, like, I feel like Control is easier to, I guess, yeah, easier to under, understand, even though it's not... You know, like I feel like the yeah. a, a wide audience, at least the, at least the Western just, audience. Just looking at both games side by yeah. side, you would think Control would be an yeah, easier like you would one look at con- Control and be like, okay, yeah, a third person like shooter action game, weird sci fi thing, cool. And then you look at Astro Chain, and you're like, okay, yeah, this is like going to be like a weird like Japanese like action yeah. game, like and like I would expect a game like Control to resonate a bit more, but yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I'm happy either way because Astro Chain, yeah, I love, and I'll probably even put a maybe put above Control for me. But at the same time, like yeah, control yeah. definitely like deserves. Uh, it's it's one of those rare occasions where g- games come out same day and they're both really great. Yeah, from what no, it sounds like for sure, dude. It's like what was it? God, was it last year or what year did Odyssey Wolfenstein? Oh, that was 2017 and, and yeah. Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, yeah, that dude. was a big day too. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, and we're getting another sure. one next year with Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing. Oh boy, yeah, dude. Um, I don't want to even think about spring. My wallet's screaming at me. Yeah. Um, so as a, a kind of funny based podcast here at Best Friends Talk Funny, I gotta know, Blessing, mm-hmm. what, what got you into kind of funny? Why are you a best friend? Uh, in 2013, I want to say, I started listening to Beyond um, because I think it was like when Last of Us came out and Bioshock Infinite um, yep. and like games where I, where I was like, oh man, I really want to learn more about these games. I think I, I started like like... I've been going to, going on IGN for as long as I can remember, but I mm-hmm. always like skip out on listening to or watching Game Scoop or like any of the podcasts because I'd be like, oh, an hour long? No, thank you. Yeah. Um, until like a certain day, I like I think I like listened in on like a segment of one um, because they had like a breakout, and then I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was th- then it hit me that I could like listen to these instead of music on my way to work or whatever mm-hmm. or on my way to school, I should say. And so like. I started put, downloading them, putting them on my iPod. I think I started off with Beyond, um, and then Game Scoop maybe around the same time. And yeah, I got super into it. I got super into the da- dynamic between uh, Greg and Colin uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in the rotating third seat. Um, and then like when it, it actually wasn't even when like they transitioned, right? It was like before that. Um, I like I think I came across conversation with Colin. Mm-hmm. Um, I started I started watching some of those. Um, I, like from there, I came across the Game of War Greggy show. This is like all like yeah. 2014. It's very similar to how I got into them. Yeah, like I, I was looking for I think some trophy help on a game, and I found that there was this show Beyond from IGN, mm-hmm. IGN, and rest is history. Like yeah, yeah, conversation about ants. Sure, I'll watch it because I yeah. like the dynamic between the two. Yeah, no, exactly. And like and like you know, I started getting more and more into like the YouTube.com/slash Game Over Greggy. 
uh, sort of things. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm really enjoying, like, this dude's personal channel also. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to just keep, you know, listening watching um, this stuff. And I remember, like, I remember listening to, like, the first 20 episodes of Game Over Gregory Show while playing Twilight Princess on the Wii. Because I, <laughs> I just got a Wii because I was very late uh-huh. on getting the Wii. Um, and so, like, I'd, I'd be listening and playing that. And I remember just, like, being super into it. And so, like, by the time they had... Um, totally like you know they left ign and went fully in on kind of funny i was like well i guess i'm going with you because like this is like this is the stuff i enjoy right like i i i'm already invested on this channel um and so like i'm gonna be sad like not hearing greg on beyond and not hearing him on game scoop and stuff but like i'm still going to um like we'll see how it goes right well and maybe kind of funny will end up being like something i become a very big fan of and lo and behold like there you go yeah (laughs) And going from, you know, the, the blessing listening to them while playing Twilight Princess to mm-hmm. uh, two weeks. Uh, I'm trying to think of when this will be out. A couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. when you're actually on their content for a full week as an, as an up and comer. Like what? What is your your thoughts and emotions going up to that? Uh, man, going up to it like. I can't. Remember. I don't even know. Like, let, like let, let's go back to like from the beginning. They announced this whole up and comer thing, mm-hmm. and you find out obviously probably from from friends in the community and stuff that they yeah. nominated you. No, legit. Like, it was like so. I because um, the up and comer thing was announced right as like yeah. a concept for Patreon or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was my friend Rihanna that hit me up because it was during the kind of funny stream at the beginning of the year. And I was just like at work doing my thing, and Rihanna hit me up was and was like, "Is this why you're not doing OK Beast Live in the fall?" And no. I was <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what?" Uh, because like we had previously we had talked about like possibly doing like an OK Beast Live thing, sure, um, yeah. uh, just in this idea, and Rihanna would have been the one playing it. Um, so she was like, "Is this why you're not doing OK Beast Live in the fall anymore?" And I was like, "Wait, what?" And I looked into it, and I was like, "Oh, they're doing an up and comer thing where they bring out money in the community." And then I was like. Oh, they're doing an up and coming up and yeah. coming thing. Like, I got a shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and so like you know from there like nominations open right and like I didn't I tried not to push too hard. I pushed a little bit as far as like mm-hmm. trying to get support from people. But I yeah. figured like you know if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not, it's not. Definitely. Um, and like part like a big part of me didn't even want like to get the up and coming thing. I wanted it to be like Alex uh, or somebody else on on the site because I mm-hmm. feel like like after getting like prom king, I was like. Well, yeah. I feel like I've I, I like I feel like I've done too much. Like I feel like it'd be sure. like overkill if I get prom king and then get to do this thing because like mm-hmm. I feel like the love should be shared. And so I started like trying to put a uh, pull for Van Aken more. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, I think it was a month or so later. Joey hit me up and was like, <clears throat> like, hey, like the nominations come in. Like, are you like, do you want to come down for up and comer? And I was like, I'll think about it. And I was like, just, just kidding. Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll do yeah. it. Um, yeah. um, and so like that's kind of how it came together. And then like, yeah, they announced it. And then like, I think it was one of those things where, like, I don't know. I already had the goal like at the beginning of twenty uh twenty nineteen that I wanted to appear on an episode of kind of funny games daily like that was like yeah. my goal for the year right mm-hmm. just to do that because greg has started to bring on more people as guests definitely yeah. giving, he, he started giving a shine to like smaller creators and like i like i know i knew for a fact that like okay if i email him like if i if i'm able to get down to sf at the right time and i email him like he'll probably be like he'll probably be willing to put me on an, an episode yeah. um but for it to happen like that i was kind of blown away and then like from there right like i guess like i was kind of anticipating it but like i it was kind of like out of sight, out of mind until maybe like the week before where I realized mm-hmm. it was happening. And I was like, 
oh no and the nerves start to yeah. kick in because i'm a very yeah. nervous person Same. um and so like you know it was a, it was a weird journey leading leading up because yeah. i almost like like I, I after like the whole nomination thing and, and getting picked i was like okay out of sight out of mind it'll be here when it be when it gets here then all of a sudden it's there then all of a sudden it's there, and it's like, oh You're probably man! Probably standing in front of the stairway going up to the studio, like, oh shit, it's happening. Yeah, no, legit. Like it was like I walked in the studio, and I was like, oh man, here yeah. we go. Um, and like even like even like while like beating people, right? Like I like I've met Andy before. Uh, yeah. I think who was I walking up with? I think it was Joey. I want to yes, it was Joey because Joey picked me up, and I was carrying coffee for for so like um. Uh, Joey picked me up from my Airbnb. We get there, right? I walk up and like I like, I forget if Barrett's already there. I forget who's there. Greg was definitely already mm-hmm. there because I was like, okay, what? Well, I was like, hey, what's up, Greg? Um, can you eat real quick and then you can show me the KFGD ropes or whatever. <laughs> um, but the whole time I was just like, this feels weird. This feel I'm like nervous, yeah. but like at the same time, like I like I've interacted with everybody. Like I'm friends with Barrett. I'm friends mm-hmm. with Joey, right? um uh i like i've talked to andy pl- uh plenty of times um For sure, yeah. cool greg i've talked to plenty of times and a podcast yeah. with cool greg multiple times like i'm friends with cool greg right and so like most of the the office i'm already like friends with right mm-hmm. i already know um and so i like half of it was like okay i'm at this place where i feel almost at home but then i was also like okay cool now i got i gotta like perform and yeah and like impress an audience almost yeah. right to like convince them it's, to check out it's probably probably the thing like you know the people and you're familiar and, and uh you know okay with being around them and stuff and talking to them but like the moment mm-hmm. you probably saw that table and that led wall you're like oh shit i've seen so yeah. many things that i consume that yeah. i am now going to be on that as, and, as part of the content it was such a weird thing like you know, sitting down and then like the intro running for KFGD, right? And as soon as you like hear like the right, that that thing yeah. pops up, and then like you see the screen fade away, and you see yourself in the screen, and I'm like, oh, I'm live right now. It doesn't even yeah. feel like we're live. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it felt like a surreal thing. Um, but yeah, like I, like and it definitely took some adjusting because like I, the first episode was definitely like super nervous, and yeah. it was like halfway through where I was like, okay, I feel more comfortable, right? But then like the next day, I'm hosting with Xavier, and so I'm like nervous yeah. all again, and yeah. I'm finally able to get comfortable, right? But then the next day, like and the next day, it's like a huge news day because of the mm-hmm. PlayStation stuff, and I'm like, okay, here we go, and I get comfortable, and then the next day, I was like, I'm hosting with Per Schneider, the head yeah. of IGN, and it's like, all right, like I'm just nervous throughout the whole week, yeah. Um, like yeah. everything happened when you were there. Like it's insane how that kind of lined up. Yeah, and it lets me being like super tired, right? Because at the end of Monday, we're like, like, okay, Monday was KFGD, and I forget what else I did. Or then you went to Raw. Things. Yes, I went to Raw. And kind of funny podcast. Yeah, I think you recorded Monday. Yes, right? kind of funny podcast is Monday. Yes, and so like after that, and then going to Raw, I was, just, I was just, like tired and beat. And then yeah. like Tuesday came through, and it was KFGD with with Xavier. And then it was uh, the state of, state of play reacts, right? And mm-hmm. then like everybody was going to SmackDown, and I was like, "Hey, I think I'm gonna like chill. I don't think I want to go to SmackDown. I got to take a nap." Yeah. Um, but then I ended up going going out for trivia with Barrett and Joy. Um, but then like yeah, dude, like every day I felt like there was something different happening. And then um, you went over to GameSpot too, right? Yeah, Wednesday I went over to GameSpot, uh, which is really fun. Um, I forget what else happened Wednesday. Wednesday was like. Let's see. KFGD. Mm-hmm. I want to say there was another show, but I, maybe I think, I think we did. Review? Didn't you pop up in the oh, yeah, review? I, I, I popped in 
No, in review was Tuesday because Tuesday was that's yes. Right. I did. We have cool friends on Wednesday. I think that's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I did games. Yes, because that was the hot day. Yes. <laughs> so I did. I did uh, KFTD. We have cool friends, mm-hmm. uh, and then Gamespot, and like by the and then after that, like I got dinner. Yes, I got dinner with Greg, mm-hmm. and then we went and played Borderlands at his place, and I fell asleep halfway through Borderlands, <laughs> <laughs> and so like halfway through, I was like. Greg, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go. That home, was man. that was my favorite picture. I think from the whole week. Oh Cause, yeah, because I tweeted. I was like, this feels like a college team recruiting like a top recruit. <laughs> like yeah, because this it was, is how it is. <laughs> we did. I was like playing Borderlands. Like Portillo was like huddled up next yeah. to me, and I was like, yeah. That was that was the moment where I was like, like, I, like at that point, I'd shed any nerves, right? I, mm-hmm. I felt like comfortable being there, but it was still one of those things where I was like. Huh. <laughs> like, like imagine going back and telling myself from 2013 yeah. that, like, hey, you're going to be chilling in Greg's apartment with Portillo and you're going to be playing Borderlands 3, which I wouldn't even been thinking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, like, yeah, you're just gonna be, it's, it's going to be a good old time. I'd be like, yeah, right, dude. Like, <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, such it's, a weird thing. So, like, experiencing that week and, and finally not having to worry about like a, a day job thing and really mm-hmm. doing this as uh, from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Does, did that really fuel the fire even more to being like, yeah, that's what I want to do. And, oh and, yeah. Going, yeah. Let me tell you, man, going back to work was depressing. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like I, I sat down at my work desk, opened up my email, saw a flood of emails come in cause I was gone for a week and I was like, shit man yeah. <laughs> i'm like i'm about to walk up out of here and just go home and sleep i just want to talk about games that's all i want yeah, yeah 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 and so like that's the, that, that's that's the goal right that's like the dream someday for sure yeah um so uh, besides being there at up and comer week um even before that what is your favorite stuff that kind of funny does that you like to to listen to obviously Ooh. games daily is such a huge thing for so many yeah, games daily greg actually asked me this on on um on um we have cool friends mm-hmm. well actually no he asked he asked me he framed it if he was like if you were to come come uh work on a, on a show for kind of funny right what show would it be and i was like ps i love you that's so yeah because uh, I, I i love that show um yeah. so that would probably be one of my favorites but yeah kmtd um uh <laughs> debatable <laughs> oh i love debatable. i miss debatable man yeah, i think i love debatable Same. um rest in peace um in review i love it in review and then there's like oh Oreo Oration I've been watching yeah like crazy this last season and I love it mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious and so yeah yeah those ones and shout out to to Party Mode I hope it comes back yeah soon. rest in peace Party Mode yeah um man that that's I'm still so happy for you that you get that opportunity and like you've heard it a million times I've said it a million times like you absolutely killed it that Thanks, week dude. we were we were we were so proud to see you up there and do your thing because we know how much you love games and and want to do this and mm. to see you kill it man it's a dream dude man. I, I appreciate it like it, it's it still feels crazy like that it's a thing that I got to do yeah. um but yeah like it's, it, like it's definitely like one of those experiences where I'm like I'm never gonna forget this like this is yeah the cool like the coolest thing like one of the coolest things I've ever done period yeah. i can't think of anything cooler yeah. um th- that i've done um mm-hmm. and yeah like i don't know yeah it, it, it was it was it was, it was a, a great time yeah so the other question that i always ask my guests is um why 
like most people who are, are fans are kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, they just listen to their stuff and kind of go go about their way. Mm-hmm. And like we mentioned earlier, you like you were an admin in the Facebook group and you mm-hmm. are an active participant in the community to a point where like the community voted for you to be on be an up and comer. So what what why are you such a KFBF? Why do you make that choice of mm-hmm. not just being a consumer but actively engaging in their stuff? Oh man, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, now I do it because like I'm already here, right? Like I yeah. feel I like it's a it's a community to be a part of. Absolutely. Um, and I like I've made friends to the community and like a lo- like most of my friends are like from the kind of funny community, mm-hmm. right? Um, but at first, right, like you know, back in the Facebook days when I first started en- engaging, right? Like I think it was one of those things where uh it was nice to have or with the internet, I feel like I didn't realize it until kind of funny that like there were people out there with the same interests as me, um, mm-hmm. who like played the same games, who like had like similar like a similar sense of humor, right? Like people who yeah. appreciated like a lot of the same like very specific weird stuff that I did, right? Mm-hmm. And so like being able to connect with those people and talk to those people and being like and and like share that interest was something special to me, especially as somebody who like you know moving to Seattle had nobody right starting off. Yeah. Um, and even like when I was in Seattle, right, being in Champaign and still engaging in the Facebook group and stuff, right, like, you know, I wanted to do what kind of funny was doing. Like, I wanted to like, you know, start a podcast. I wanted to do that with friends, right? I wanted to have yeah. that experience. And like, being in the Facebook group and being in the part of the community like helped me do that without actually like, you know, doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I was able to like talk to people about games, like have interesting conversations with people. Um, yeah. talk about like Game Over Gregory, right? Like, I like the show. I you know it it was a great outlet for me to like listen to people talk about like serious topics also along with the funny ones right and so like having serious conversations about whatever it was right whether it was like a shooting that happened or like yeah. you know the disney princess conversation right or like mm-hmm. a- anything in between right like i felt like the community allowed for that kind of thing um because sure. you know that's kind of where that's what kind of funny was doing and so like the, the community kind of felt like they understood uh, that like, hey, we're able to have these conversations because like, you know, this is what the content is almost. Yeah. Um. And so like, I feel like that was pretty good for me. Um. Uh, especially like once again, as somebody who didn't have any mindset, also as somebody who like I felt growing up and even now, like I'll still characterize myself as this, right? Like I always viewed myself as socially awkward, and like you know, um, I'll, I don't call myself weird, but definitely like a nerdy no. dude, right? Like yeah. I. I, like, didn't necessarily, like, know how to have a lot of those conversations with people, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, kind of funny to me was definitely, like, a thing, or maybe even, like, the thing that taught me how to, like, engage in those conversations in a way that made sense and in a way that um, felt natural. Um, yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah, t- kind of funny taught me, like, a lot of uh, stuff as far as, like, learning to be myself and, and learning how to Not to be, be like, myself. ashamed just yeah like thing, right? yeah exactly and so like in the community you definitely like assisted with that a whole bunch and so, that's awesome um so as part of uh once again uh being a guest on the show uh there was a little thing back in the day called the game over greggy show you mentioned it it's one yep. of the best shows podcasts that are around now it's a kind of funny podcast and yeah. what i have my guests do is bring a former topic from any of that show uh, mm. either of those two versions of the show for us to discuss ourselves not so much of us talking about like what the guys talked about but just kind of like chatting this kind of like what we did in the facebook group or with people mm. online just 
you know, is a hot dog a sandwich? Have that kind of conversation. Um, so, Blessing, what are we talking about today? What po- topic are you bringing? So, when I was on the Kind of Funny podcast, mm-hmm. um, the topic that I brought up was um, being, like, being on the come up, like, being an up-and-comer, pretty much, yeah. and imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, like, the conversation very much quickly led to imposter syndrome, yeah. um, which I even thought was, like, the better topic. I wish I, I wish I let off with that, because imposter syndrome is a thing that I've been feeling a lot um especially like you know especially like this year right getting chosen for like the kind of funny up and comer thing right and like getting a pax panel and like Mm -hmm. uh being on GameSpot, you know for their GameSpot after dark podcast like um and even like for like getting people on our show right like having people like Khalif adams you know be a be a friend of okay beast right or like uh, you know uh lily from ign and GameSpot or michael hyam from GameSpot. Or um, uh, Joseph Noop and Aiden Strawhoon, right? Like, I think I found myself um, in a community of people um, and involved with outlets, involved with uh, a lot of brands and people I, I I look up to and that I you know listen to or read like on a on a daily basis, right? That it almost yeah. feels like, um, yeah. I think I mentioned this. I forget which show I mentioned this on, but I think I mentioned that like it almost feels like you know when, uh, um jake decker from gamespot when he invited me on to the gamespot podcast yeah. i was like does he know like am i tricking him like if yeah, i if i say sure. yes like does he know that okay beast is like not big like it's a small mm-hmm. thing like i had a similar thing with um adam from creature in the well right i hung out with him at pax um because like we were at a bar and like belinda when she, she was working at pop agenda and they're like publishing or helping um helping produce um uh, creature in the well right and so yeah. like they came to a bar and I met him, talked to him, and he was familiar with Okie Beast. And he was like, "So, like, you're running like an empire over there." And I was like, "Wait, what?" And he was like, "Dude, Okie Beast is huge, right?" And I was like, "No, not at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a small community of people, right?" And like, I like, and and once again, like, this is all this is all the stuff that I shouldn't be doing, right? Like, I'm right now, I'm spending time like, kind of beating myself down and acting as if like I don't yeah. belong. But I, but I, it, I, that's the very definition of imposter syndrome. Yeah. And it, I feel it. it. <laughs> it's a natural thing for, for, uh, for those of you that have this, like mm-hmm. uh, I did not even know that imposter syndrome was a thing until PAX East last year when uh, Joey Noel was on a, on a panel um, mm-hmm. all, talking all about imposter syndrome. It was her, it was Jackie Collins. Um, it was, Oh my God. It's, I think his name is Adrian. I, I think oh, he used to do Ubisoft yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if he yeah, still yeah. does. Andrian, yeah. Yes. Um, and they just talked about what it was, and I remember sitting in there and be like, fuck, that is exactly how I feel. Like, you don't mm-hmm. deserve people saying, oh, you know, I, I enjoy your stuff, or like feeling like you don't belong or you shouldn't keep going yeah. and doing it type thing. Like, and, yeah. There's like, there's so many times where I look back at a podcast episode for OK Beast, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Man, that was in the great episode. Like, you're oh, gonna be disappointed. I do it right? all the time. Yeah, like, I, uh, very much with this episode. Like, I'll put it out and like, man, I for it, it's never ever my guest fault at all. It's just me being really hard on myself. Like, oh man, I really mm-hmm. screwed that up, right? And it's mm-hmm. gonna, and I feel bad for wasting uh, guest time. And most of the time, that is not the case at all. It's just being in your own head. And yeah. it's even it's even more so like when I do the trophy room with Joe. Like, we'll finish an episode, and I'll be like, Joe, man, I'm sorry. I was real off my game. He's like, no, you weren't. It's like, yeah, no, I was. I, I felt mm. like I rambled too long and stumbled and brought the whole quality down. And it, it's beating yourself up is not okay. It's not something we should do, but it's kind of a natural yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like a natural thing, right? Like, I was showing 
my sister um, and her husband um, the other day, like the episode of KFGD that I was on to show them like, oh, yeah, this is what I was doing when I was in San Francisco, yeah. right? And like when I started talking, right, and I heard my own voice, I was like, all right, let's watch something else. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to hear myself myself talk, yeah. right? Um, because like, I don't know, they're like, there's something about us as human beings that we just judge ourselves and we just mm-hmm. like, we beat ourselves down and we don't necessarily like believe in ourselves maybe it's not everybody right maybe it's just like some yeah. of us but like i definitely like like for i me, envy you that you don't have this <laughs> yeah like if, you, if somebody doesn't have this like teach me because like exactly i i've been trying to get get over this for like the better part of like multiple years now yeah um because like i, I think greg might have asked me this or like some like this came up i think on kf maybe it was we have cool friends right of like mm-hmm. like i still don't understand like why you know like people chose me for up and comer like i don't know like sure. why like, yeah. i was the one right like, like i like i and i like, i understand like okay beast has a community right and i think of it more as like like i don't know i under, i like i understand why people love the combination of alex ian brandon and blessing because our yeah. friend like because we're, we're able to bounce off each other well right yeah. and I, be, I like i believe in that um but even like outside of that right even in the kf community like i like I'm friends with people, right? I like, I like, I like. I've met so many people in the community, but the idea that people in the community look at me as somebody that they're like, "Oh yeah, let's champion this guy." Yeah, it blows my mind, and I still yeah. don't understand it. Um, and I, yeah. I and I mean, that is imposter syndrome, but it's also honest. Like, it's also like one yeah. of those things where it's like, I know that that way of thinking is wrong, but at the same time, I'm like, is like is like is there is there a lie there, right? Is there yeah. like, is, do I not, am I not valid in that? Which thought? is, which is so shitty for, yeah. <laughs> for, for you to do. And for yeah. me to do just anyone, it's just yeah. like, actually kind of revel in the fact that, you know, people love you and mm. not really just take, but why really, though, Kyle? Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. Blessing. I don't know. It's one of the life's greatest questions. It's just, why can't we love when we do cool things? You mm. know, like, we should be proud of, of where we are and stuff. Like, yeah. again, I, I just even talking about like accomplishments, like really, mm. really hurts me to my soul. Cause I don't, I don't want it to come off to as being like an egotistical maniac. Yeah, that's been thing. a problem with me lately. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's, and I, I don't, I'm not purposely doing it. It's just like, mm. like, and I'm going to do yeah. it right here. Just so, for another example, like last year for kind of funny prom mm-hmm. being, voted on as one of the prom court members yeah in fucking sane like i never never thought that that would be a thing that would happen and like when i was on that stage it was like a like a mindfuck type thing like mm-hmm. i do don't you, belong up here do I, you remember? I, there's there's amy gills there's nikki yeah there's you know <laughs> emmett emmett freaking killed it like it's mm. it, insane to me do you remember like what it was like being even like being asked to, like be an admin for the facebook group because for oh me i God, was i lost my shit yeah for me i was like finally like i can yeah. retire <laughs> yeah. like i've done it right like yeah. that was like the greatest feat for me when i became an admin for the facebook group um, absolutely yeah i and, remember being yeah. being asked in the social food uh truck area uh, oh yeah over. i was there yeah you were i there. forgot about that we took a whole group picture afterwards yeah um we, uh, I was asked, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Inside, I was freaking out. Like, this is what I wanted to do because the Facebook group means so much to me, mm-hmm. and the fact that I was, asked, I was like, "Oh my god!" Now, like, I get to do what I wanted to do, and mm-hmm. man, that's cool. But then again, like, again, the whole imposter thing—am I the right choice? 
All yeah, right. well, am of I course. gonna be the one that screws it up and then you know the Facebook group is no more? Yeah. Hey man, let me tell you, man. If if the Facebook group still exists after me, there's That's nothing true. you can do wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's just it's it's wild, man. It, the the way the brain works, it just really kicking you down when it shouldn't. Yeah. 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 The syndrome sucks. Um, hopefully, we'll find somebody finds mm. a, a cure for it. Yeah, <laughs> I will say though, it also keeps you grounded. Like it also like oh. helps you to like you know be aware of reality right and like, absolutely it's definitely one of those things where like i know for a fact that i need to balance it right i need to like understand that like okay like you know like you, i'm i i get to do what i do because i'm fortunate right because mm-hmm. i like i'm fortunate to be able to go on to kind of funny right and like you know a big part of that is because i've been doing okay beast like every day for three years right yeah. and i've been doing a decent job of promoting and all that stuff right and then like the other, other side of it is like it's luck right is it's 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 being at the right place at the right time it's yeah just like it's just good fortune right and being mm-hmm. able to balance that with imposter syndrome and like being able to be like hey like you don't have to be 100 percent qualified <laughs> yeah. to be able to like hold something right because probably mm-hmm. like for most things right most things people do they probably aren't qualif- qualified i imagine um except for doctors oh, yeah. you know well yeah I, I see a lot of <laughs> teachers that should not be teaching children yeah right and like, it, it's I, real bad and like i mean especially within the last couple of years right we've seen a lot of you know people in positions of power right definitely not be qualified to hold those positions right no, you see definitely. like you know famous actors or famous directors or whatever it may be right like squander like those positions mm-hmm. or squander that power right mm-hmm. like you know a lot of people are are in positions that they shouldn't necessarily be in right it like it should be the people that like for me right like i i trusted myself to be good and i trust myself not to squander those positions in in similar ways right and so if anything i should be happy (laughs) that i get to be in this position that i don't deserve (laughs) yeah uh before we go on to uh you know questions from the best friends who sent them in and there's a lot of great ones um there was i will like i told you before um was it before we recorded i don't remember uh i watched the kind of funny podcast episode before we I hopped on with you, mm. and there was a moment during this segment that I know if I was in that position, I would go straight it back into imposter thing. Mm. When when Tim he, Tim looked over at you mm. and he said, "I one hundred percent, we want to hire you one day." Mm. Do you? What was that like to hear that out of one of the the you know the kind of funny co founders? Yeah, like I, I wanted to be like, why? Yeah, <laughs> but it's like one of those things where, like, you know, Which I can't again, not, beat yourself up for no. Yeah, reason. exactly. But like, it's still mind blowing, right? And I think it, it speaks to, um, I don't know, man, just the yeah. weirdest journey I've ever been on yeah, as far as like right? OK Beast and like and um and what it's, it's become, right? Because like, I look back at like the thing, like the panel we did a few months ago at PAX West, right? And yeah. like. Yeah somehow like we packed a room of like 200 200 people mm-hmm. and it's like why are any of those people there like yeah. i don't know right and like I, it, I mean maybe it's one of those things where i'm just so head down into doing what i'm doing that i'm just not paying attention to the world world around me and how people are talking about me mm-hmm. or like once again it comes back to like you know good fortune but yeah like when he said that i was i was just like but what about 
Snowbike Mike or Chloe yeah. or yeah. like Emmett or like yeah. Kyle Stevenson or like you oh, know like what about no, like, like or like or even like what about Brian Altano or yeah. like <laughs> or like you know people in the industry that are actually like you know killing it and are gonna like yeah. you know bring their own audience and bring their own brand to it yeah um, but yeah hearing that like still like like I don't know echoes through um is yeah, it, it, that's awesome though yeah that's a weird wonderful thing yeah for sure because. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's the dream. It's just like you. That's that's my dream to be to work for them one day. Yeah. And yeah, man. Hopefully we get it one day. Hopefully, hopefully. I'm sitting across from you at a desk, dude. Can you and, imagine and, that couch TV screen? <laughs> hell yeah, man. Yeah, the intro no, I plays. I don't even. I don't even want to be like on camera. Like I don't mm. have to be on camera. Just working for them, I think, mm. is what I want. Like helping Joey out with community stuff, or or yeah, being like an office manager. Like I, the joke that I, I say to people is, if they need a janitor, I'm I'll do it. I, don't <laughs> care. I, I will move across the country to be a janitor. Dude. I just need to be in that kind Honestly, of Honestly, though, being being in the office, they, they could probably use a janitor. <laughs> Done. Joey, Nick, whoever, call me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the cleaner comes around the weekends, and I was, Oh, okay. Yeah. It, and uh, it was a busy week. There was a lot of people in the office that oh, week, and so uh, I can't yeah, even blame I'm them. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, let's get into the best friends' questions for you. We, we, like I said, we've got a lot of them. Um, so we'll start with uh, uh, Mike Tandro at Mix Tandro on Twitter. Uh, it's not really a question, but he just wants to apologize to you. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> he never apologized for pushing you out of the way to kiss Zyger at kind of funny prom. Oh yeah. So, it's okay, man. Hey, I was less worried about myself. I was more worried about Zyger. Yeah, <laughs> I was that's like true. I was like, is he gonna be okay? Like is this, should we call the police? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was gonna feel about this. rushed up there. Yeah. Um next question comes from Steve Fontana at that child twenty seven. He's got two of them. Mm. Um does Bless think about opening Alex Van Aken questions ahead of time? Yes. Or does he improvise them? <laughs> Uh, I most of the time I think of them ahead of time. When I can't think of one, I'll improvise on the spot. Mm-hmm. But I do think of them ahead of time. Nice. Yeah. What's he like? What, what for for listeners? Right, what he's referring to is when the Okie podcast starts. Alex and Nathan host Okie Beast, right? And he'll introduce all of us. Be like, oh, and joining us today we have blah blah blah, right? And when he gets to me, I'm usually the last one. He's like, all right, and joining us also we have Blessing Adioye, and I'm like, Alex and Nathan. He's like, what? And I just ask him like <laughs> the most like ridiculous question I can, I can think of. Um, nice. It usually leads to. It usually starts off, kicks off podcast on a good note. Do you, do you have like a, a like a website you go to for these questions? Or? No, I just I just I try just to like off the head. Yeah, just off the head. Um, I try to like think of like something that's gonna either stump them or something that's gonna be like ridiculous or might, maybe it'll be like a current event, like a meme mm-hmm. or something that like you know it's all in like you know it could be good for addressing elephant in the room type things of like you know Alex Van Aken, um, Sean Layden is gone or whatever, right? Like something <laughs> uh-huh. along those lines. Uh, we have a, a couple, his second question kind of goes with a couple other people that asked, so I'm going to kind of lump them all together. Mm. Um, would you rather get hired by IGN or kind of funny at this point in Ooh, your career? Kind of funny. Like, yeah, yeah. Cause I feel like if I got hired at IGN, it'd be, to, it, it would be for like to work on reviews or to work on wikis or like to do like a specific thing. Right. And the thing that I've loved about Okie Beast is being able to have the autonomy to kind of do whatever. Um, and I feel like kind of funny comes with a little bit more of that to be able to be like, okay, yeah, like I'm ready for kind of funny, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to be chained to doing like one thing. I imagine that there would be like some, you know, room to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to host this show, but I'm also going to 
do like this weird like non-gaming show over here but then yeah. also i'm going to work on a thumbnail or like mm-hmm. you know like i feel like there's and and like the company is so small that like i feel like there's more influence as far as like the, the direction that the company goes there um and like i mean that's the big thing i, I love about okbs is being able to like you know, help steer the ship and be like, okay, what yeah. are we going to do? What's the, the, what are the plans for this year? And I feel like we're kind of funny, you know, a company of, I think eight employees now, you would have some of that and be, yeah. be able to have some, some input as far as like the way things go. Definitely. Uh, next question from at G H or G Hamano on Twitter. I, I apologize if I butchered that. Uh, what were the most important steps you took to make okay beast into a sustainable thing? Ooh, consistency. Number one, like not missing, a week and that doesn't necessarily mean like you know doing podcasts all the time right mm-hmm. it just means that like hey if this podcast is weekly do it weekly or if it's monthly do it monthly right mm-hmm. or if it's daily do it daily i wouldn't recommend daily but yeah. like you know find a consistency right right bi-weekly or whatever it is right find a consistency and do it consistently um i didn't mean that for that to rhyme or sound like a rap oh, lyric it sound great though but like <laughs> yeah like you know keep on keeping on and try not to miss because like when you're building an audience they look forward to some sort of consistency from you right and if you're just like okay i'm gonna upload on a monday okay now on a thursday all right and then two weeks later all right wednesday like when you just don't when you're just throwing stuff up at random one you're not gonna be able to build an audience and then also you're not building discipline um and like if you're looking to be hired by a company uh, they look for consistency and they look for the fact that like, okay, we can trust you to be able to come on time and mm-hmm. do this thing every single time. Um, that is very important. And then also like find your own voice, like finding a voice is very important. Like, and it's difficult because like for me, right? Like I've found my voice by listening to um, podcasters I'm a fan of. Um, and like, there's, there's a quote that I remember hearing like forever ago, right? That like, you are the five people you hang out with the most. Mm-hmm. And I think that like you podcast, like the five podcasters that you listen to the most. Oh, and yeah. so like, like there's Greg- so many mannerisms and sayings I picked yes. up from Greg Miller. Same. And it's ridiculous <laughs> because like, you know, I'll say, I'll say stuff like, you know what I mean? Right. Or yep. I'll, say, I'll, I'll use the word right at the end of sentences a lot. My, my big thing I've noticed lately, cause we just had like New York Comic Con meetups and the mm-hmm. entire weekend. I kept saying sure. Like, yeah, yes, that, that, that's one for me too. The time that is definitely one for me too. Is I say sure. Now that I've, I've started listening to the <laughs> the Joe Budden podcast, and Joe Budden's like a rapper who yeah. like started mm-hmm. podcast, and he's very aggressive, right? And I've noticed myself getting more aggressive on podcasts and starting to yell <laughs> at people because of it. Um, and like you know, like you you start to take mannerisms from like the people that you listen to a lot. But like yeah. you know, like it's good to take influence um, for sure. Um, but yeah. also, yeah, like find a voice, you know, figure out like what your thing is, right? Like, uh, find something that works for you and like improve it and, uh, just work on it because that's going to be the thing that like kind of defines you and, and, and gives you your brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then aside from that, right? Like find a unique angle, right? Like our apex legends podcast is, is, um, successful because like people, like apex apex legends and they're yeah. able to like look look at that as a thing where they're like oh yeah like not everybody has an apex legends podcast mm-hmm. everybody has a video game news show everybody has uh, a general chat podcast right but yeah. like you know apex legends podcasts are few and far between there's probably like i haven't looked in a while and so i mm-hmm. couldn't tell you but i imagine like probably like 10 or something like yeah. that <laughs> and so like you know if you're if you're doing um content for like a specific game there's more uh, there's more of a chance that it'll catch traction than if you're doing like the shotgun like widespread ap- approach, right? Like, yeah. 
or like find some certain angle, right? Like Angry Joe was the guy who was doing his angry video game reviews, right? That was an angle. Girlfriend yeah. reviews does video game reviews from the perspective of a girlfriend watching her boyfriend play video games. Mm-hmm. That's that's a unique angle. And so when you're able to like find something and zone in on it and like make it a thing, right? Like Okie Beast, um, like. I'm not. Ta- we're not taking my own advice because we definitely do the shotgun thing. But we also, at the same time, do do the um, Apex Legends podcast, or like we mm-hmm. do do like the specific stuff, right? And that helps us. Um, that help that, that helps us gain audience, right? In order to like feed them back into like stuff like the Okabees podcast, which, which is more general yeah. video game news and impressions. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to combine, I'm going to say both of these together because they're kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, and Med, blessing. Uh, now that it's Halloween time and everyone's changing their names, I don't know what their real names are anymore. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking it's John Patrick Hale at Anthony oh, yeah. on Twitter. Um, he asked, do you see OK Beast as a stepping stone into a, a career at a larger site like IGN? Mm-hmm. Or is the plan to keep growing it and growing it until it's competing with industry giants? And mm-hmm. Mike Calcaterra at Bulletooth Mac asks, where do you see OK Beast in the next five to ten years? Oh, man. So oh, it's kind of like the same thing. Do you want to keep using it to get into a site like IGN or Kind of Funny? Or do you really see OK Beast being this industry giant mm-hmm. like on the same level? It's really both. Like It, started off, it definitely started off like as a portfolio so I can get hired at IG yeah. kind of funny right mm-hmm. um, but the more and more I've developed it and the more and more like me Alex Ian and Brandon have kind of built a community around it and kind of built it up to be a thing and like launched a Patreon and did all this stuff right like it is it's taken up a life of its own that like I don't think any of us really foresaw mm-hmm. um, and it's been one of those things where I'm like dude if OK Beast is able to take off and is able to like to live on its own and become a big thing right like that is 100 percent like the dream and like that is like the thing that like i would want to do more than anything um at the same time for me like that is that is a goal that is not the goal i don't don't even know if i would say i have the goal at this point my Mm -hmm. like before i would have said the goal is to get hired by kind of funny right now i have just multiple goals and like everything i'm doing is working toward any one of these goals at any time right and so like my goal is to grow okie beast and make it be be, be this thing like this giant bomb or kind of funny or game or um easy allies type thing right or game explainer whatever you like whatever it is right i want it to be one of those right um another goal of mine is to get hired by kind of funny right another goal of mine would be to get hired by Nolly, like GameSpot or whatever right mm. like um another goal of mine could be like video games like pr or whatever right like something yeah. that interests me right the whole idea for me something with, in the industry yeah like and, it, and it's not one of those things where i'm like anybody in the industry can hire me and i'll take any job because i have like had job offers in the industry that mm-hmm. but like you know like it, they would have to be like within my interests and within like you know my needs um and so like yeah like i i in in a weird way i see it both ways as far as like i want to grow this thing but also i do want to get hired at a place and like it might might be one of the one of those things of whatever comes first for me you know yeah um if i get hired by kind of funny you know like i like if if they if they threw a job offer at me right like especially if it was kind of funny right if it was ign or if it was like a bigger outlet i'd probably Mm -hmm. be like all right let's let's think about this let's like I, I want to consider my options, right? Like it was, yeah. if it was kind of funny, I'll probably run it kind of funny if they yeah. like threw a, threw a job offer at me, right? If yeah. it was like um, um, Giant Bomb, because I absolutely love Giant Bomb, right? If Giant Bomb was was to like throw a job offer at me, I'd be like, deuces, guys, yeah. uh, and I and I'd run to that, right? But mm-hmm. um, there's like a certain passion I have for OK Beast, 
where I want to I, I want to see it grow right and like the, to the question of five to ten years from now I don't even I don't necessarily see myself being a part of what five to ten years from now um I I and this is weird because it's gonna make me sound old even though I'm only 25 yeah, but I do I, know, right? I like it's one of those things where I want to see the fruits of my labor <laughs> with yeah. okay beast right and I like I would like to see a future where like we've grown okay beast enough to where it is able to run without me conceivably yeah. being there or without even it's Alex like the greg miller there. dream with kind of funny yeah exactly yeah. right like 10 years from now like i would definitely like want to see like you know like people making their like people doing leaderboard that aren't me right people being on shows that aren't me um you know and like i don't know if that means that like i went on to another site and the show mm-hmm. and the and okbs is still going 10 years from now or if it means that like i'm behind the scenes and i'm like you know making things happen um yeah. but yeah okay beast is definitely like one of those things where i wanted to have i wanted to have a life far past you know where I, when i'm here right or i wanted to have yeah. a, i wanted to have a life like down the road where i'm able to be like okay cool yeah like this is a thing that me alex ian and, and brandon made happen and it's still going on strong nice uh, next question comes from at the five star man on Twitter. What recommendations would you give to someone who wants to engage with the kind of funny community more? Due to work, I'm unable to watch the shows live, though I do write into KFGD often. Ooh. I also try and engage with the subreddit and Discord as much as possible. Listen, man, I can never catch the, the shows live myself. Yeah, same. It's it's real hard. I want to so badly because I feel like I'm not so far behind. If I were to, but mm. yeah, what, what would you tell uh, the five star man over Ooh, here? I mean, it costs money, but go to events, man. Like yeah. freaking like packs, um, kind of funny live events. Um, uh, what else do I go to? RTX, especially, dude. RTX is a great one, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, like find something near you and go to it and meet up with the community in real life because that was the thing for me that kind of changed things. Where I was like, oh snap, like I'm ac- I actually have real life friends from this and this is actually changing the game for me as far as like what it's yeah. like interacting with people and talking to people and getting to know people um i like I, I i've not i don't post as much in the facebook group anymore just because i don't get on facebook as much yeah um but like you know i would recommend you know hang out on the facebook group uh you said you do discord i, I don't do the discord mm-hmm. um but like actually and the subreddit I, too yeah, the subreddit too. I've I've yeah. not visited the subreddit that much, except for like the week I was there. I definitely visited because I wanted to see what you were saying about me. Um, <laughs> it's mostly nice things, except for a c- couple of people who are on oh. the bad side now. Oh no! Yeah, dude, I'm sending shooters. I hope they're listening to this. <laughs> they're critiquing yeah, all my. You have like their usernames written like on a whiteboard somewhere in your yeah. home, right? Oh yeah, they're on my wall, like in blood. Um, <laughs> and so like I'm coming for them. They're critiquing all my uhs and ums, and I was like, "Listen, man, I can't control it. Oh yeah, no. it's a it's a thing that I do. I wish I could stop it. I, I mm-hmm. try every now and then. But I would just... like to see those people come on, Mike, and and oh, dude, my favorite not... see have it have that happen. My favorite was there was like there was a Facebook post that I ended up losing. I don't know if it got taken down or whatever, but like somebody yeah. was like, um, "How did how, how do you guys think of how how do you guys think of how blessing did on the first day?" And I went through and I was reading reading it, and most of them were like, "Oh yeah, he like he was a little bit he was a little bit nervous, but he was great, right?" And I I was like, yeah. okay, that's that's about that's about right because I was I was I was very nervous, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm glad I'm like I'm glad that I was able to shine through. But then it was like it was like YouTube, and this is the thing: you're told not to read the comments. I definitely read read all yeah. the comments, and so like it's human nature, you got to see what they're talking. Yeah, they're saying. and like there was one comment that was like, this guy seems nervous or whatever, right? And like it was more negative, and I was like, 
dude, I am sitting in the, and this is like for Thursday, right? I was like, dude, I'm sitting in the seat of Greg Miller, who has a, has a, who has a million verified yeah. followers on Twitter yeah. and has like a wide audience of hundreds of thousands when I uh-huh. usually podcast to only hundreds or thousands. Uh, and you're sitting am, across from Pierce. And I'm sitting across from the, the, the ringleader of IGN. What do you want yeah. from me? Like, of course I'm nervous. Exactly. Like, you do, you do this. Exactly. Um, but yeah, dude, like, I forgot how we got here. Was it talking about? No, it's fine. Uh, we talk about the... <laughs> being part of the community. Is that what yes, we were talking about? Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so, like, um, you know, now I I interact through the community mainly through Twitter now, but that's I feel like that's not a thing that's as easy to do because I feel like my followers are mainly people from the community because you know I've been able to kind of build it up that way. Um, yeah, <laughs> through posting my Twitter over and over again on submission Sundays and Facebook. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and so like. Yeah, dude. Uh, those are the things I'd say. I don't watch the shows live either because I have work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're on the right track. You like you you write in. You, you're you're engaging in the subreddit and Discord. Just mm-hmm. keep at it because, like, you know, like blessing Facebook is where I really got into it. Um, and it took me a while to kind of find my footing and recognize names and have like talks with, with certain people so just you know you're, you're on the right track you're not sitting by you're actually actively looking so yeah it'll, it'll happen um next up comes from hypecaster on twitter at hypecaster dear blessing you really hit a groove throughout the week when you were hosting kind of funny games daily what did you do if anything to prepare yourself going in how did you deal with nervousness you did an excellent job thank you for inspiring us, us inspiring us all uh, I did not deal with nervousness. I was nervous <laughs> the entire time, and I had the nervous poops the whole oh, week. Oh, no. It was, yeah. well, dude, my stomach was shredded at the beginning of each day. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, as far as preparation, like, it, I feel like I didn't even have much time to prepare because, like, I got there um, most days about, like, an hour before KFGD. And um, for, like, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, I had to prep the doc myself, which meant going and seeing what the news stories are, um, copying and pasting the readable portions of the news story, going into um, questions, figuring out what are the pertinent questions, where do the questions need to go, uh, what are what are the games that are out today, and like making the rotations between like okay, what are the sites I need to go to for news? It was uh, PS Blog, Kotaku, IGN, um, Xbox something. There's some X- Xbox mm-hmm. website, um, and like. Legit, I I felt like I barely even had time to get the show notes together at the beginning of each day. I don't know how Greg does it, where he's able to yeah. like have it down and then also able to like know the new story so intimately um, as he's going. Because I was, I felt like I was on a time crunch um, doing it. And so like even the days the days of like recording, I just you know I I almost prepared just by like not preparing right by like being yeah. thrown to the fire and being like oh okay I guess I'm just compiling the doc okay do you want mm-hmm. a print, printed version okay I'll print you out a version pair. Um, but uh yeah i mean i had coffee i think that helped a little bit oh that's good yeah i don't drink coffee so i don't know what that's like <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like uh tea also i think i had tea uh-huh. one day um yeah. you know you don't have um not even iced coffee you don't have coffee here no nothing mm. if if i need a pick me up it's sad to say it's usually soda late in the day which is not good mm. but this is, my family just doesn't drink coffee in general so it's not something that's uh 
normal for for me to run into. Gotcha. Uh, next question comes from at somebody you might know who might be on your leaderboard show, Alex O'Neill at AL Fighter twenty seven on Twitter. What is your next major goal in the industry? It doesn't have to be big, but I want to know what you what do you have your eyes on next, big or small? What accomplishment do, will you inevitably check off next? Oh, I don't know. Because, mm-hmm. like, I would have said, like, okay, working with GameSpot, but I, like, worked with GameSpot when I was down there uh, in, in SF. Um, yeah. And, like, ooh, actually, I do know. I want to be on the Giant Bomb E3 chair. I That's there my next go. goal. That's, like, my one goal right now. I want to be on that Giant Bomb E3 chair. If I'm able to, to do that, then, like, I'm, I am I can die a happy man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, next and final question comes from... Andrew Rivera at Mecha Shadow 12. What is one game you want on Switch? Can it be an old game or a current game? Ooh. I'm going to make the caveat no DK64. Rare we replayed. All know <laughs> Rare replayed I want on Switch. <laughs> and I want I want a Nintendo version of Rare Replayed where they get... Or I keep saying replayed. Replay. Um, Rare Replayed is one of our Patreon goals. But um, Rare Replay uh, where it's a Nintendo version and so you get the games that they couldn't license, right? Like Diddy Kong Racing and donkey kong 64 <laughs> nice all right thank you to everyone who uh sent in questions those are all fantastic um and now blessing before i let you go and before mm. i let you you plug everything um are you familiar with one josh makuga i am uh he does a show on youtube called the makuga show and yes. at the end of every episode he runs through random like icebreaker type questions that his guest needs to answer the first thing that pops in their head they have to to say okay i'm gonna do the same thing with you i'm gonna put in a couple minutes on the clock Mm-hmm. And whatever comes into your head when I ask you this question, just answer it. Like one okay. word? Well, it could be one word. It could be a couple. Okay. Um, you'll get the hang of it as, as we get going. Gotcha. All right. You ready? Yes. Uh, favorite day of the week? Monday. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Last song you downloaded? Uh, oh, I, oh, I forgot. I, I downloaded a song today. Um, a, hmm. What is her name? Little. It's, it's a British artist named Little Something. It's a girl. Uh-huh. Uh, come back to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ariel or Jasmine? Jasmine. Uh, do you snore? No. Favorite junk food? Um, Ruffles uh, cheddar cheese chips. Nice. Uh, favorite season? Uh, spring. Cake or pie? Pie. Uh, have you ever worn sock with, socks with sandals? N- n- no. Right. No. Good, good, good man. <laughs> uh, is there such a thing as objective beauty? <sighs> this seems controversial, but I'm going to say yes. Also, the, the, to the downloaded question, the song yeah. is Selfish by Little Sims. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? No. Um, name one of the seven dwarfs. I don't know, man. Happy. <laughs> uh, I know the answer to this one, but do you respect Kanye West? Yes. Well, yeah, of course. well lately, no. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'm going to say no, actually. <laughs> What's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe 75 miles per hour. Uh, Godfather or Star Wars? Can I say neither? Star Wars. That's fine. Okay. Uh, stale Sour Patch Kids or fresh circus peanuts? Uh, 
stale Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, circus peanuts are the worst. <laughs> um, do you believe in love at first sight? No. A scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at wiffle ball? 1. I never played wiffle ball. <laughs> favorite time of... Uh, favorite time. Favorite type of muffin. Oh, it's a toss-up. I'm going to say chocolate chip. Have you ever slapped someone in the face? Yes. How'd it feel? Uh, I felt guilty. Yeah? But they asked me to do it, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, giving presents or getting presents? Getting presents. Uh, do you like the smell of gasoline? Yes. Have you ever tasted soap? Yes. Hasn't, hasn't everybody? Yeah. I If the toilet paper roll is really low, but not completely out, do you replace it or leave it for someone else? Leave it for someone else. I do that a lot, too. How long can you hold your breath for? Probably... 25 seconds maybe <laughs> and, and last one uh, if there's a spider in your house do you kill it or set it free kill it yes yeah they don't deserve to live they'll set find their way back fire. in so. <laughs> uh that was brought to you not only from the makuga zone but from elfster.com it was like gift giving questions that's where Ooh, i get them from nice um blessing that's it we're done uh Dude. thank you so much for coming on this has been a treat thank you so much um, for having me man i i'm absolutely. sorry i was sick the last time no we planned it. it's fine but, it was um, also like right after you got home from up and comer week, so yeah, yeah, it's um, fine. It works. And so yeah, I appreciate it. Like this, this is really fun, and and I I've been wanting to be on this podcast for a hot yeah. minute um, because I appreciate the work you do. And thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to have you on. Um, if people want to find what you do and where you are, where can they find you? You can find me at okiebeast.com. I'm on Twitter at Blessing Jr., but uh, all the work I do is on okiebeast.com. You should check out the Okiebeast podcast where we talk about video games and nerd culture with impressions, uh, news stories, uh, all that great stuff. Nice. Uh, you can find this show at BFS Talk Funny on Twitter, everywhere you listen to podcast services. Um, you can follow me at WhoDatNinja73 on Twitter. Um, do a PlayStation call- show called The Trophy Room at PS Trophy Room, also on Twitter, and on Bad Bit Games on YouTube. And then uh, the kind of NYC family, we just announced our extra life stream November uh, 9th, is Ooh. what we're doing. We already got some really cool things to incentivize. Is that, a, is that Friday? You. That is a Saturday. Okay, we're going to be competing. Oh, sweet. Yeah, All dude. Right. Wait, was I supposed to announce that? I don't think so, but oh, you can keep oh, it. I don't you can, know. You can, keep, you can keep it. Okay. Uh, I think we competed last year as well. Um, oh, okay. I'm very excited. We just, uh, a best friend reached out and gave us a signed Thor Ragnarok poster from Jeff Goldblum and Chris Hemsworth that we're going to be giving Whoa. away as part of donations. So uh, if you go to kindanyc.com, you'll find all the, the our donation page and what entails and how to do all that stuff yeah very excited um and remember be kinda to one another bye